Welcome to the Positively Star Wars Senate Podcast. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi. May the Force be with you. Looky, looky, Simitai. He's a Jedi arriving. fans and welcome to the August 2022 episode of the Positively Star Wars Senate podcast. This episode was recorded on Sunday the 7th of August 2022 using the powerful dyad of the force that is Microsoft and Skype. My name is Stephen, the Chancellor of this Senate, the obligatory Brit contingent of this otherwise American crew as we get together to talk positively about Star Wars for roughly the next two hours. And uh, this episode is brought to you by... Disney Plus Group Watch. Yes. If you want to watch anything oh, on your Disney Plus library, approach together with your fans, family and friends and have um, hysterics and difficulties and problems and stuff for another good half an hour as you try to sync those streams and get things on your TV and your app and stuff, then do a group watch on Disney Plus. More about that in the show. But before that, of course, as ever, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsors. That's a quick word, that's for sure. Okay, so, as ever, I am joined by my positive Star Wars friends from across the pond in the United States of America. So, in Skype random order, we have this week, sorry, this month even, we have Ricky. Hello. We have Ryan. Hello there. We have Josh. Bright suns, travelers. And Ron. Greetings and salutations, fellow senators and chancellor. Thank you very much, everybody. And uh, yes, um, on this month's show, we shall be doing some of our usual features around the table and some little bit of news and stuff. But we shall be focusing primarily on the Shadows of the Sith book um, that we have all by one read. And we might get into some Lego summification stuff and IOM voice specials that have been out uh, on the Internet and Disney Plus and stuff. But as ever, we're going to go around that table, which thankfully is only a virtual table, otherwise we would be here all day. So we should start off with Ricky. Hello. Um, yeah, I've gone, like, I think I've taken Ron's place this month, hunting for vintage toys <laughs> and figures. Yeah, I, I, um, I, you know, I, I've been collecting, uh, you know, my vinyl collection, like I think I mentioned last time I picked up um, the... Uh, what is it? The Shadows of the Empire soundtrack on vinyl, and then I got my uh, Rise of Skywalker on vinyl. So uh, there's a local shop here. I don't know how local it is, but um, called Zero Records, and they actually have uh, collectibles. I guess you can just trade stuff into that store, and then you'll get store credit and whatever. So you know they have tons of different kinds of things. So they had a little kiosk that was just all like Star Wars stuff. I guess that people like you know traded in. They had tons of old figures, so I picked up like. A lot of episode one and episode two figures. So I got like Padme in like the um, what is she is like you know in the disguise she's in in episode two when they blew up her ship. And then I got like a Mon Mothma and a Chancellor Valorum. Um, what else? Like they had a Dex and they had a, a little Anakin and they had a Palpatine. Like and all these like random ones that I've never I never got to see like when they were actually out. So um, I picked up a lot of those and they were like maybe they range from like maybe like two dollars to like 
I think the most expensive one I got was like nine because it was Dex and it was pretty big. But uh, yeah, so that was pretty cool. And then um, I had randomly been walking through, well, not randomly, I was at Walmart in a different area and uh, I was actually looking for some of the board games that Ryan suggested. Um, and so they had a little key. I saw this little boy standing and, you know, he had to be maybe like seven or six and he's just staring, sitting there standing. So I just kept walking past him because he was blocking whatever he's looking at. He finally moves and then there's a whole like kiosk of Clone Wars figures. A little like, you know, the end of the aisle thing. So yeah, they had like a battle droid. I, I passed in the battle because I have like three of them. Um, and they had like Luminara and Ayla Secura and they had um, Barris. I'm like, oh, I don't have these. Let me pick these. I didn't even know they made um, 50th anniversary figures for uh, for Clone Wars, but that was, that was pretty cool. So yeah, I got those. I got the Black Series Jar Jar. Who, uh, and we opened all these up, by the way. So I don't keep anything in the package. So. But yeah, we, we opened up the, uh, the Black Series Jar Jar and, you know, we were playing with it and the ear immediately fell off. So I had to re-glue it. <laughs> so be careful with your Black Series figures if you're going to play with them. Um, they're not very durable. But yeah, so I, I picked up all that stuff. And like I said, I was looking for board games and I, I did order uh, a Star Wars chess set, which we've been playing, which has been pretty cool. And then there was that clue set that I bought. Um, that was also pretty cool. And then I also got an Empire Strikes Back board game, which I guess was a vintage game similar to the uh, the Star Wars one that I got previously. And it, this one came with the Luke Skywalker, um, what do you call it, in pilot uniform figure. And it has like the old school uh, lightsaber that actually looks like a sword, but it's like all blue which is weird. I've never seen that one before. Um, but yeah, just been picking up that stuff. I picked up that Star Wars Villainous that we were talking about last time. Haven't played it yet. Hopefully I can play that in the next coming week or so. And then uh, I did finish Shadows of Sith. And I also fin- I also read Aftermath after that. I started revisiting re- re- uh, those. So I had never read the second or third one. Um, I'm like maybe two chapters in on the second Aftermath book. But I had to take a break from from those, because the first one was a bit of a chore to listen to. <laughs> but um, it was better than I remembered, but it did kind of flip all over the place. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I've just been trying to pick up stuff and uh, watching the ILM thing on Disney Plus and the Vice Icons on Earth thing on, on Star Wars. I've been watching that. Uh, bought some Mandalorian themed goldfish snacks. So <laughs> that's another thing I got. What? <laughs> yeah. I guess they have like a whole bunch of like Star Wars Mandalorian products that are coming out on the shelf. So. One of them was fish. So, yeah, there, there you have shapes of Ahsoka's head and I think Grogu and Mando. So, um, yeah, I think we, we watched some Clone Wars episodes the other day and then we watched episode one and uh, I got my first issue of my Star Wars Insider that I subscribed to back on Star Wars Day. So, um, so yeah, it's been pretty good. Just been trying to collect things and reading the books and it's been pretty, pretty jam packed here. Right, too. Okay, we're moving along now to Ryan. I guess in the past, uh, month uh by the miracle of <laughs> struggling to get through the not struggling to get to the roof but reading it as much as i could i finally finished shadows of the sith mm-hmm. last night so <laughs> you know so luckily we can finally discuss that this time and just like ricky said i also bought the villainous set uh, the star wars villainous set i did have a chance to play it but i do believe it was the one and only time i'll get to play it because i've asked my wife twice now <laughs> to play it and it was a resounding no well, she because some competition, it, Ryan. <laughs> you have yeah, not was, won. Uh, <laughs> no, she's be. I think honestly, sometimes I overthink the game type of thing. So, but I mean, I chalk it up. It took just the two of us like two hours and twenty minutes to play the game, which is, you know, I'm somewhat fine with. But it starts to really drag on when you look up at the clock. You're like, wow, we've been here for two hours. 
And uh, we did miss some things in the directional book that probably would have moved it along quicker. Um, so I've been trying to replay with at least the same characters. But uh, it is a long game. You could definitely dial it down with practice. But I still very much enjoyed it. I just need to uh, figure out how to play it again. So yeah, Your kids uh, um, haven't played with you? Or has it just been you and your wife? I'm scared to play the game with, you know, three people. Like, <laughs> if two of us <laughs> took two hours... I don't know what three and we know how to play the game, but try to introduce it to my kids and play with them for three mm-hmm. hours. It's like, uh, that's a lot. So, like, yeah, I probably should have warned you like the variant uh, games like have like different mechanics in there. <laughs> yeah, it was it was definitely a learning curve. And unfortunately, that curve might have thrown us off a cliff. So <laughs> I'll be looking for someone to play with maybe at my local comic shop or something. But so I did. We got the villainous. I started we listening. Could always, to we could always try to do a virtual later. Yeah. <laughs> Once you kind of get the hang of it, I would just set up a camera. Um, yeah. I started listening to the Rise of Skywalker audiobook because of Shadows of the Sith, and I'm almost finished with that. Um, I got to say, like, Mark Thompson, it's been a while since I listened to one of his books, but my goodness, man, that guy, because I just listened to The Hobbit, read by Andy Serkis, and it was truly a gift to humanity how good Andy Circus is. And I was like, oh, Mark Thompson's good, but I don't know if he's Andy Circus good. And then I'm like, man, Mark Thompson is so freaking good. So I was just happy to hear his voice again in the audiobooks. And I'm almost finished with that one. I was watching Clone Wars and I got up to uh, season six, episode 12. So I'm almost done with season six. Which one was that one? Uh, Yoda's going on his quest. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I know he goes and meets Bane next episode. That's been spoiled for me like a hundred times. That was but... the original second ending. <laughs> That's the second yeah. time they ended the show. <laughs> yeah, which would be a weird thing to end on is kind of his quest thing, but uh, it, it's been really good. Like I said, this is picking up a lot of stuff, and I'll have to... I've been trying to watch one episode before work in the morning as I'm getting ready, but sometimes other stuff just comes up, but I got I gotta finish Clone Wars. I gotta get that out. You say the second exactly. ending, Ricky, but those episodes were, they had them because it got canceled abruptly. Yeah. So, well, you know, they weren't thinking that that was going to be the ending the first time, wasn't thinking the Yoda thing was going to be the ending the, that second time. They just had oh, them. Thankfully, sort of got them, got them, got them to us um, because they, you know, they had them, they existed. So, I, I did feel like when polish those, and able to send them off to us. But yeah, once you get to those the ones final released, ending, ending, you're going to be really yeah. pleasantly surprised, I think. Yeah, because like the first one, was what the Cartoon Network ending was the Soka leaving thing, and then uh, this, yeah, when the yeah, episodes were put on Netflix, um, yeah, it, it did kind of feel like they were just trying to wrap it up because I don't even know if they had announced. Um, well, I mean, I guess we all thought that was like the definitive ending because those were like the leftover episodes that they finished. Uh, well, yeah, so we didn't th- we didn't know we were going to get the third, you know, that they were going to get to truly wrap wrap it all up like they did. Um, <laughs> that was truly a bonus that getting it on Netflix was kind of an enticement to not pick up new Netflix customers, but you know, if you wanted to watch it and there was that bonus season on there. So yeah, if you already didn't think you think you needed it because you'd already seen it, you kind of were incentivized to go get Netflix in order to see that last, last season. So yeah, I, I you, don't you miss, still got some good fun ahead of you. All right. I don't miss um, Clone Wars being on Netflix um, because every like couple of months it would say, leaving Netflix on September or whatever. <laughs> so I'd have to hurry up and like binge whatever episodes I wanted to watch before they pulled it off. And then it wouldn't go anywhere. Oh, stressful. Yeah. A few times. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Go on. Warren. Uh, then I've watched 
the L I L M, the new Disney Plus I L M series. I started watching that. I'm three episodes in. Um, some of you know a bunch of the stuff I didn't know. It has a lot of footage that I didn't see. So it's good to see all the background information with all the how George really struggled and how it was truly a team effort. Um, and then to go along with that for the people that have seen it already, because we posted it on we posted on the Facebook group was uh, the Vice series that also talks about behind the scenes. Weird coincidence. I'll definitely give it that how there's two behind the scenes, very different point of views. Uh, but they both have some, some drama in it and they both have, you know, it's uh, like the people versus people George being Lucas mad at two. each other, <laughs> people being mad at each other. Both of them have it if you get far enough. So that's mm. a lot of good watching lately with Star Wars. So there's still plenty to fill my time. And I have the I think the Brotherhood book just showed up the other day in my audio book. So it's keep on Star Wars. And for me is what is what's on my list. I was going to say, the big question here, think about your uh, Clone Wars watch stuff. Are you going to watch the unfinished episodes? That's, that's, I mean, that's an extra bit. That's an extra bit. Of commitment. Oh, the. Um, yeah, yeah there's, there's there's I can't remember. It is. I'm a little power arc. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's at least two. Is or that three on Disney four. Plus? No. no um, they YouTube. used to be on. They used to have the link on the Clone Wars list on the Star Wars website, but they're not there anymore. So. Um, you might there's be able to find crystal, them on YouTube. I seem to remember the crystals ones, wasn't there? There's, there's the yeah. crystals and stuff like that. Wasn't the other one the Bad Batch? So that one wouldn't matter anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one, yeah, there was one of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah I kind of, I seem to kind of think they sort of retconned. I don't know if that's the right thing, but because they've finished and created other things that yeah. evolved from those things, they don't. There's not much reason to, other than to just see them and see where they might have been going. I would say the stories they the might have been trying to tell. But the, I think I, I think some of the most of that stuff in those unfinished were were re, rehashed in true George yeah. Lucas it's, it's, fashion. It's more, they, yeah. lose they're more idea. they're more of a legends um, stuff now. You can't take them to be. <laughs> yeah, but I, the I might one, skip them. Yeah, oh, no, the, the Crystal Christ on Utapau one was is probably worth watching because that one uh, it does have some stuff that ties into the to Rogue One a bit um, unintentionally, but. Yeah, no, that one was uh, they're just they're basically like really like raw animatics, but they still have the voices and stuff. Um, it, it's it's like watching nineteen seventies cartoons. Yeah, they're just like polygons. Let's run, and they're all just frozen, and they're running down, and they're just moving down, gliding down the corridor, sort of thing. Like yeah, watching deleted scenes of Toy Story. So yeah. <laughs> the first one. <laughs> it's more of interest, Ryan, from a from a standpoint of where they were contemplating going with the going story, down. where 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 they were thinking about going with the story before they knew of Rogue One and Bad Batch being in their future and, and Mandalorian, you know, all the various things that weren't but a twinkle in somebody's eye at that point or whatever, you know, where they were going with the story. Yeah. Just to be informed, kind of like a the ILM watch and the Vice watch is just to have some insight into the mind, the creatives um, in that sense. But yeah, they're, they're nothing to they're nothing to look at because, yeah, they're unfinished. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I, I hated so, the Bad Batch ones when they came out. I didn't. I watched them once. No, I was like, oh, these are terrible. And yeah, the, I did like the Crystal Christ on Utapau arc. Um, I'll try to find you that link, Ryan, because that one actually would sit perfect after you finish that Yoda arc. Um, and before you start okay. doing your episodes, I, th- I seem to yeah. remember the, vo- the voices are all complete, the sound effects are all complete. It's literally mm-hmm. just the visuals, isn't it? That looks like 1980s. Um, yeah, so, it's like uh, Obi Wan staring with no expressions, and then like his figure just moving across the screen, like it's sliding yeah. on the a ghost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will suggest when you get to the final, final Clone Wars, um, I think it's the last three episodes or four episode arc, um, to actually 
sit and watch those oh, not have yeah. them on in the background as you're getting ready for your day or whatever but you can do that with the first uh, first uh, couple ones with uh, the, <laughs> and their subject matter but the last three or last four i can't remember now if it was a, a four series or a four episode arc oh yeah definitely should be consumed with full attention because they were they, they they movied them yeah, they did some really, really good, good stuff in, in the visuals and they did some really good stuff in the dialogue and the story that was being told and and all that. That yeah, you, you, yeah. you want to pay attention to those for sure. I just recently. Well, I'll save that for my episode. Then we yeah, recently did a rewatch of those. They were good. Yeah. And you can see the differences in the uh, and how the visuals have changed. Yeah. I mean, which was always very, always pretty good. I mean, you could, people say about um, they look different, how they look in the on the film, that kind of stuff. I mean, things a bit pointy and round and all that kind of stuff. But uh, they were they were quite very good for the um, it's always so much to look at. It's all very kind of rich in, in the Clone Wars. There's always something to look at in the background and stuff like that. But it just get even better and better. As the seasons go on, that last spot was very, um, very pretty. I still like watch cartoons, and then like a lot of people, a lot of them they use like the cell shading animation, and like even when they were doing the the 3D stuff like Clone Wars, like it it was like unmatched. You know, like you couldn't get close to what Clone Wars ended up looking like. Like it just looks, it even it's cinematic. Like Bad Batch just looks awesome now, still too. Um, but yeah, you can't compare it to anything else. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to finish it. Okie dokie. And uh, Josh? Yeah, it's been a pretty tame Star Wars month for me, relatively speaking. Uh, got a couple new Funko Pops. There's a new like series coming out with like uh, the Emperor and Vader and Darth Maul. And so I've been collecting all those. Um, I finished uh, Shadow of the Sith. I also finished mm-hmm. the last Thrawn book. Um Rewatching Clone Wars myself, um, probably my third time watching through all of them. And uh, I plan to watch Rogue One at some point so it could get ready for Andor. Mm. But that's it. There's no, other than Rogue One, which is like watching the, the end of before the stars, there's no real pre, there's nothing you can really watch in events for Andor, is it? It kind of prime you for, prime you for it to try and No, yeah, Andor's. Andor's its own kind of little starting thing. Maybe uh, Rebels because they show yeah, songs. Course, stuff, true. But, yeah. 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 I mean, it's definitely going. We're going a bit ahead of ourselves here, but it's definitely going to have a completely different vibe to um, some of the other uh, shows. A lot more darker, and uh, in some respects, a little bit. Well, what's the word? I'm gonna say richer, but well, in a way, it's kind of a bit. What's the word? A bit more. Dirty. Standalone-y? Well, yeah. <laughs> I say dirty, but I don't mean dirty. And that's it is a bit more really? raw, a bit more mm, bit more yeah. Visceral. A bit more mean. Um so it's yeah, it's gonna be on the road definitely gonna be the road one five, but that's of course the same people are doing it, isn't it? So it's going definitely going to um I got it'd be great to have a good watching on when it's finished, which won't be yet for you, and you watch that straight into Rogue One would be a would be a good thing to do. Okie dokie. Okay. And so last but not least, Ron. Hello, everyone. My bit of Star Warsing for the past month or so. Been a little light. Um, I did end up um, 
making a target run or two and and, and scoring some success there. The, that supply chain is still very much a, an issue that a couple different target stores all had a couple oh, yeah. different uh, displays or what was available, but did end up getting lucky and finding that um, carbonized shore trooper. That, uh, <laughs> oh, you actually had. found one. Yeah, I, I found it like six <laughs> wow. or seven of those. So I've got some got some Halloween fodder um, that I was excited about. Ended up finding some um, Funko pins, some very large, I don't know, they might have been like three-inch pins of like Yoda R2 and something else, whatever that they were, they weren't marked as clearance, but you always got to take stuff to a scanner and a target. You just never know. And sure enough, they were marked down the 70% off. So added those to the collection just cause, um, but the, the one find that I'm excited about that the, there's the, um, retro line three and three quarter figure where they were doing the, um, prototypes. And so the figure was rainbow mm-hmm. color, the body's purple, arms red, you know, leg yellow, green. And then the next one behind it, his body is red, the arm is purple, yeah. the leg is blue. You know, I found a target that had Chewy. Um, I've never seen pegs? those. And yeah, found it on the pegs. Wow. Never seen those in the wild. They've done, I don't know, I think they've done Luke, they've done Vader, they've yeah. done Boba Fett, they've done a number of them. I've never seen them in a while. I really and want now that I Vader. know why. Yeah. Now, now I know why I've never seen them in the wild because as a Star Wars fan and a collector, I picked the one up and then I was like, well, it's cool. But if I pick them all up, I'll have the complete set as it were, where you can have a, if you were to take them out of the package, you could have a purple chewy and a red chewy and a yellow chewy. You know, you could disassemble them, so to speak, that what was on the pegs. I don't know if that's how it's case shipped. I kind of think it is because I've seen a lot of people have the complete set of them, so to speak, but the six or however many, would be on the pegs to look at them all. If you disassembled them and put them back together in the same color formation, you could I could make you know one of each color chewy. So I ended up picking them all up off off the pegs. So now I know why I've never seen them in the wild because others like me, as soon as they saw them, they picked them all up. So that was a bit exciting. But again, your mileage may vary there because that was just one target. Um, even the WalMarts um, that I've hit have been uh, sporadic in what they have. Um, you were talking about an end cap uh, with a with a child in your way, Ricky. Whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. the the store the things are are being in odd it's places. Like blinking, so you miss it. Like yeah, damn. you really have to look around. Um, not just go to the Star Wars section. You sort of have to look at the end caps or end hangers or whatever. Because I did find um, some of the vintage collection Clone Wars line on on in some very odd placements in a Walmart. Um, Those figures look so are so. Good. I took them out of the package and like they're really well done. They have like cloth on them they have like really like ornate detailed like plastic pieces with the costume like it yeah they're really well done yeah i i suspect when things if they get back to normal are going to be so sporadic and so um again your mileage may vary in terms of what's available in one area or one store versus what's available somewhere else because the the supply chain is just still all over the place um i did the clone wars rewatch um i somewhere in my travels i ended up winning the covid lottery and got struck with covid so uh i was down for the count for a while so couldn't do much of anything so yeah thankfully there was a lot of content on there ended up doing the final final season of the clone wars rewatch and highly recommend that forgot how good it looked how good it was how the dialogue the story all that was added to it so i was very very happy that i um partook in that and rewatched that um and then the obligatory vice uh caught the couple episodes of that and the ilm um i'm only two episodes in there i didn't quite realize the episodes were dropping kind of lost track of that so i'm excited that i have some new content to watch there 
because that's that series on Disney Plus, uh, as has been noted by our, everybody already, is is very good. Some good insight, uh, coupled with the Vice show. I find that Vice show is, is done very well, and glad to see some of the players that they have in there, and to hear some of that story. A lot of it is rehashed, heard it over all these years, but there's been a new nugget or two that I re- hit the rewind on the DVR to go, wait, what did they just say? I didn't know that. So that was that's been fun and informative and um i've quite enjoyed those and looking forward to to finishing those out and um um i read shadows of the seth and that's about it for me for my star warsing um for, Wait, what? for, the, well, for well. the past month <laughs> yes no, so in, in, my, in my covid stupor it, uh, the red has an asterisk it will always have an asterisk with me that i read it in terms of i listened to the audible version of it Hey, that's so great. Very, wow. very, very excited. I'm very excited to talk it over with you guys because, yeah, it was. We'll get to it sh- soon enough. But, yes, that's awesome. Oh, when, when was the last one book you read? Because I know you're uh, well, on screen. Yeah. Um, uh, probably the uh, last one that I read probably was Ahsoka. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> eh, it was enjoyable enough. Yeah, it was. <laughs> That one was hamstrung by, you know, what they could and couldn't do with Ahsoka and where they could take her because of her future, all that sort of stuff, whatever, from what I remember of it. But it was entertaining enough. I've never read it, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, I think, you should, I think everyone, I think you should just to know it. Um, I think I've I done the novelizations of, of, of The Last Jedi. Yeah, it was. It, it was. Um, because they they just couldn't do much with her. You know, they, they were very, very yeah, exactly. limited to what they could do with her. I think I've also read some of the novelizations of uh the movies um but the last you know sort of book like that type of thing would be ahsoka so yeah excited to talk about it with you guys it, it was a good listen i did, I did like the audiobook for shells is, is ahsoka we'll get to that in a minute ahsoka's not canon anymore is it am i, am I reading that right it is there was i did hear that yeah, some was, stuff yeah there's yeah there's like one or two things in there that don't jive anymore oh, that's, with that's, that last that's one with that things. last um episode or the last couple episodes of the clone wars where she's featured, you know, her storylines featured prominently. So oh, I, I think it's, it's just like they fought something. They fought a little different, like very minute it's things. Like the Canaan like, thing with that batch, you know, it's uh, there, but it's a little slightly off. I knew there was something. Yeah. I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah, like someone's point of view, like is skewed, but the outcomes, none of that is really different. Like yeah, nothing major like that. By one cop, it's two. You know, something weird like that. No, nobody's alive that shouldn't be or dead that should be, you know, that yeah, type of stuff. Exactly. Nothing crazy Very like that. Stuff. Like, wait, they didn't jump on the, the wolf. They, the other person, like, yeah, that doesn't right. really matter in the long run. <laughs> the validity of that Ahsoka book, uh, you know, it, it, it's not a must. Like like this, um, well, we'll get into it soon enough. But, yeah, The Shadow of the Sith, you know, it, it seems to be a book that really is going to have to – have some have some ties and have be, kind of be a, a bit of a must read, must read yeah. uh, of sorts because I, I found it where it did it wandered on a couple occasions oh geez and then a couple occasions yeah it was it was neat to see the tie-ins and they sort of seemed to fully buy into the tie-in it wasn't just a vague thing like the ahsoka book they knew they they weren't as limited i guess and, and hamstrung and as to where what they could go and what they could talk about yeah, that's my uh, bit of Star Wars. This, this is exciting stuff. I always want to skip the next segment, but we're going to have to go through it, I'm afraid, folks. Thank you very much, Ron. We have sure. the news coming up next, of which there is only one uh, piece of news that is really um, is jointly disappointed and excited people all rolled into one. 
and or uh, they not only did they release the new trainer and uh, and I've forgotten his name the actor was on Good Morning America Nuno Luna Diego Luna Diego Luna that's it yeah Diego Luna yeah yeah and uh, he uh, dropped the trainer news but just before he dropped the trainer news it was the news that they have dropped back um, the uh, the first episode uh, when when Endor starts to from the very first of August to the twenty first of September. Which is three yeah. weeks. That's the bad news. That, yeah, but I believe, if I recall, the news was that, that they were moving it to the 21st, but yes. it was going to be a three-episode drop. Yes, three episodes. So it, it kind of, it, it's a bit of a wash uh, in terms of where we were going to be at the end. We just don't get to watch it at the end of October or um, August and you know catch up to that September. So I don't think we're it's pushed or behind or whatever. They're no. just... Whatever the powers that be, I forget what they were competing with. Something else was potentially dropping. So we actually slipped. We actually would end up two episodes behind, wouldn't we? If I'm looking at the calendar here, because we would have had the first two on on the 31st of August. Then we would have had episode three on the 7th, episode four on the 14th, and episode five on the 21st. So we're essentially we're going to end up two episodes behind, behind. where we would have so been. That- that, that either puts it later into the year where they wanted it, or my take on the three-episode drop was to sort of help um, catch the lay fan. We obviously are all going to watch it, whether it was a one-episode drop a week, even the first week, or two episodes the first week. But to have a three-episode drop that first week is to sort of catch the 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 you know the, the lay person just like, what is this Star Warsy? I don't know. I'll give it a try because it's Star Wars. I hear people talking about it, and then you know. If you, you get sucked in with three episodes, you're yeah. like, all right, yeah, I want to catch that next one. I want to see more of the story, more of the story. So that was my take on on the on the three episode drop was to try to they found something or saw something, test audiences, whatever, to try to get you sucked in slash whatever the competition is. I forget what else is dropping or what else is available. It's House, House of the Dragon, isn't it? It's one. She-Hawk. Lord of the Rings stuff. Is that before? Yeah, that's drag, That's coming soon. Uh, is that what's the, what's the uh, thing I still haven't watched? Um, <laughs> Avatar, the Avatar, the Avatar thing, isn't it? Avatar um, movie? Oh, that's what? coming out in December. That's oh. December, is it? Twenty twenty four. There's something else though, isn't there? There's there's three things. Is, it, oh, is that what it is? She Hulk. Yeah, She Hulk comes out uh, in the eighteenth. Yeah. That I, I, that was also moved back, and that was moved to the eighteenth. That seems like that could get moved to where Batgirl went. I, I was more. Inter- I'm not a fan. Not, I don't want to say I'm not a fan of this thing, but just I, I think I'd watch Batgirl before I'd have watched whatever the She-Hulk thing. I just saw a preview for that the other day, and I was like, "Oh wow, is that really getting made? Is that a thing? That's legit." I wonder what the that Batgirl? fan base yeah, thinks about. I did not. I did not know <laughs> until I saw the news that it wasn't going to be released. <laughs> I thought I didn't know. Yeah, no, I, I didn't know they pushed She-Hulk back. I've been waiting for that to come out. Hmm. Yeah, it should have came out at the beginning of this month. They pushed it back a few weeks. Yeah, but that Batgirl movie was completely dropped off, and uh, I had no interest in seeing that. I'm a huge comic no, book fan, I, and I'm like, I'm not watching it on CW. And that, it would have been. I'm, a movie I'm, I'm glad they, that they, Star Wars is Star Wars, and we don't have like four different multiverses mm-hmm. going on at once like DC does. That's so confusing. Like, which Batman's in this one? Like, you know, <laughs> Michael Keaton, you know? isn't it? So, is it Keaton. Yeah, it's an interesting prospect, and it's an interesting storytelling vehicle that is entertaining and allows for different stories to be told and different Batman origins or different Batman levels of of brutishness or whatever you want to say, whatever. But yeah, it is it has no merit, it has no value, it has no place mm-hmm. in the Star Wars storytelling universe, that's for sure. 
but it's okay for for the comic book fodder because of what they are and those comic book characters you can keep telling different what do we got three or four different spider-mans now you know you can keep telling that that's entertaining in and of itself but but see they're all combined now so i mean it's it's fine like the way well they're separate again it's they won't be back up ever again yeah but still that was a one-time thing but, I, mean, I don't understand, just, I don't understand uh, all that Batgirl thing. We don't have too much talking about that in Star Wars thing. But yeah. like 60 million or something like on it so far, I think. And they're just going to not show it. I mean, if you, surely it's got to be, in some respects, it's almost become an infamous now that people want to watch it because it can think yeah, it's like the so Snyder bad. Cut thing all over again. I think just didn't, just didn't Deadpool have the same sort of issue where they were like, oh, no, we're not going to really. And then they start leaking things. Hey, we want to get that. enough people was... hyped up about it. And then that's their draw to get more HBO Max subscribers because they're going to combine HBO Max with Discovery Plus. So it's going to become one new thing. They're probably going to change the price. And. It's going to be more expensive now, and the draw is going to be if you want to watch Batgirl, subscribe to HBO Max. That's the same thing they did with the Snyder Cut. <laughs> so that's what they're doing. <laughs> that's I what I first. Batgirl's going to be in a draw, but but yeah, they, it, it just online, content. That's they, all they, you see online is about Batgirl and people they, like they all demanding need all it. The, and, yeah. All the stream, yep, all the services need content and and new fresh content. Uh, I, I didn't have any. I, I loved when I was watching uh, Kenobi, and then I get to watch Miss Marvel. That was cool. It was two new shows I was watching. That was awesome. So I didn't really mind the She Hulk and the um Andor. They're two completely different shows. I mean, you know, but, and, but yeah, people complain about too much content, and I am not that person. No, I am like, not that person. If I gotta watch three Marvel shows a month, I will because I freaking love or superhero. I even went to the Morpheus movie. I won't go again. I watched it, <laughs> but like I'll watch it all. So I only complain yeah. about too much content when there's too much Star Wars to watch at one time. Only because I just can't watch too much at one at the same time. <laughs> it, um, it just takes but, me a long time to read a book. It took me over a month to read this book. So yeah, if I wouldn't do the audio book, I wouldn't have finished it. So. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we're going to watch the trainer. Um, just getting it set up here. The Andor trailer that is. You have the, back, you have the Batgirl trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, tap, I'll tap out real quick. And you burn your head no, no, not doing that. They did do uh, a trailer for the new Joker musical with Lady Gaga, so you can put that on there too. It'd be good In to my... see the Andor trailer because, um, <laughs> much like the other bits of Andor, it looks very, very good. I'm excited to see what. You know, I, I don't understand what, what the people it. online are like. Oh well, the, they should use sets instead of. The, I like the volume, and I like when they do. I can't tell the difference. It's, it's. I get so people can do too. two things at once. Like, yeah, it's just yeah, nitpicky. Right? Like, yeah, they're just. Sweet. It's minutia. We we know so much minutia that that's what people pick on these days. And it's like, yeah. oh, I could care less how it's I'll made, still, where it's made. What, I want the nothing. story. I want more Star Wars story to be told to me. I don't and care if Andrew's just like standing there eating a sandwich. I'll watch it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it's going to be gorgeous. So yeah, show it to me, please. So Let's just do a quick, quick sound check. I, I'm so, I'm so hyped for this show. It's, Actually, I think I've just chosen. I think I've just that's Willow. What are you sound? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> can you yeah, hear? Some, some sound. Yeah, I can hear. It. it sounds quiet. It's it kind of jittery. Well, I think the first. Oh, it's quiet. Oh, it's quiet. Uh, turn that off. Max it out. Turn, I just need to turn down my laptop microphone. I annoy the whole household. Okay, okay. Let's Check go out your for teapot. It's making noise in the background. I've just got a cup of tea, actually. So uh, I don't have a cup of tea. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Shocker. Okay, here we go. got the cup. Here we go.
to steal from the Empire? You just walk in like you belong. They're so proud of themselves. So fat and satisfied. They can't imagine that someone like me would ever get inside their house. Cassian Adler. The Empire is choking us so slowly. We're starting not to notice. What I'm asking is this. Wouldn't you rather give it all to something real? I need all the heroes I can get. For the greater good. Call it what you will. Let's call it war. There's fermenting out there, son. Pockets of fermenting. You're in my net. Are you a fish? Or are you a thief? You're slipping. <laughs> I'm not slipping. I've just been hiding for too long. As long as everyone thinks I'm an irritation, there's a good chance they'll miss what I'm really doing. What are you really doing? This is what revolution looks like. I'm tired of losing. There we go, oh. folks. That's the trainer. This might Gun be the me. one Star Wars game. New Rockstar's Where... Boss, and this is a breakdown of the new trailer Ryan, for Star Wars and Andor. Pause. Replay of that guy on our show. It, no, <laughs> pieces of whatever. But yeah, so looks looks so good. That Mon Mothma line, just just that little bit of dialogue got me excited for her. I've just such seems like it's very well acted. The players that they have in this piece, yeah, a lot of good in the trailer. I mean, there was a lot of action and a lot of um, effects to be seen, whatever. But the some some of the dialogue and some of the acting, whatever. I'm excited for the story because this is going to be our first, right? This is going to be our first real Star Wars story without any sort of. I mean, I guess Rogue One, obviously, with with Andor and yeah. time, but no Jedi, no. Well, there was talk of Jedi, but no lightsabers. You know, none of those types of they core were lightsabers characters. in Rogue One. <laughs> We're getting Star Wars as as the as the main character, yeah. the Star I mean, Wars that's story that's as the main character. Like, that's going to be I'm, oh, I'm looking so forward to that. I'm like so hyped for the show, and despite the fact I know there's probably not going to be any Jedi in it, there's not going to be like. But in, for me, that Star Wars is lightsabers and Jedi and stuff. But this just looks like so good, and it's so what you know when they had that rumored Underworld. Um, show or there wasn't there a rumored show that they were going to do years back about like political stuff with palpatine and all that stuff like and i always thought that sounded so boring but if it was something like this where this looks like a lot of political intrigue and stuff like that but there's a lot of action and suspense and stuff and it just looks like really well done like do we think saul is um i hope he's not a cameo that i hope saul has uh, has some you know he doesn't have his breather on there right no yeah no it's early he does have the scar on his face. I don't know. Maybe we see him get injured, and that's why he. There's Gets something an origin to, to his. Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. But yeah, I really hope it's not we a. We still haven't seen that, have we? No, we, we, I remember that was in was it in Rebels, wasn't it? We were suspecting 
expecting yeah, Vader to show up and chop him up. Yeah. To, to mistake, it never happened. So that was always a rumor that Vader was the one that gave him his injuries. But yeah, yeah that was sheer. That was they, sheer speculation. Rumor, yeah. based, whatever <laughs> call on the rumors. Somewhere, I think it's another scene or two from where you're at, Stephen. Whatever. I, it looks mm. like the last Airbender is is uh, bum rushing the show. At one point, um, there's like a crowd of crowd control people, and there's a guy that kind of looks like the. Oh, just um, briefly look like it. I don't know where it was. You'll never find it. But <clears throat> see yeah. that part, that part you just put on the guy. Um, what's his name? Uh, Skarsgård. That Skarsgård. part. Skarsgård. He's yeah. putting on a ring and he's making this face, which is getting me like, what is up with that ring? Was that character in Rogue One? No. No. Okay, so no. That's, that's a new. Yeah, new... I think he's just he's just a political figure, and he's he has to put on this face. And behind the scenes, he's struggling to create a rebellion type of hmm. thing. Oh, he's like a Mon Mothma type then. He's Snoke actually. Yeah, that's what it seems. Yeah. He's definitely a new character <laughs> to me at least, and it looks like it has a lot of scars guard, which I'm excited for because yeah. that like whole him. family is just entertaining. Well, yeah, his his. That's why I asked about him. I'm like, why do I know him? Well, he seems familiar. Whatever. Yeah, that character seems like it's going to be a a good player in it. Um, lots of new ship designs. Very cool yeah. ship designs. Uh, just in the brief little bit that we saw, a uh, very excited. To, not that I need more to my collection. I feel like there's, I there's, did I'm, see the one. This one with the two dishes somewhere. Yeah, else. we had some. Oh like yeah, it, we have seen. But it. they blew one up, didn't they, or something like that? Okay. Um, as part of the secret services kind of not so secret services they've got pretty great flipping antennas on the side pretty much obvious what they are but um yeah, i take isb the, the yeah. scene like uh two frames before this where, where the gun pops up I'm, I'm thinking it's like a a ship that you know is, is a, just a normal simple transport and all of a sudden mm-hmm. it converts transforms into a nope we got guns and we're going on the attack type of type of scene that will yeah. be exciting oh this is I was so just on a dip- we're on a diplomatic today. mission yeah, yeah, yeah the exactly. senate again I'm so excited just, to see the Senate. I have to say, just to see, I just want to see Jar Jar one time. Yeah, that's, all that's, all that's all I want. Just an ET. I want to see both of them there. Like, so it's interesting <laughs> that she's got. That's got the what's the crest? What's Imperial. the Imperial? Yeah. Imperial. That, that this is Empire has. Yeah, the Empire Imperial signal. Senate. Yeah. Imperial. Mm. Sen- well, yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, Imperial Senate is no more. Isn't so, Jar Jar? Yeah. Jar Jar's already. Uh, in the aftermath series, isn't he already a clown by now? Like he was already removed from the yeah, Senate. Yeah, but that was like, yeah. no, that I was would, like after I would think this is the, the Jedi. timeline of the timeline of this. Clown, he's, 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 he's not an entrepreneur. He's trying to make a li- honest living. Yeah, that was post the war though. That was after. Oh yeah, aftermath. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I read some so, of this what, in the volume, isn't it? I'm sure he would be in like oh, Palpatine's sure like inner circle in in this, you know, or maybe yeah, not. Maybe he's on Mon Mothma's side. It doesn't need to be the volume because she's. Excuse me, not really interacting with um no. but yeah, it could easily enough be the volume or just the yeah, blue screen as as static as that looks. Yeah, well you yeah, would need the volume. It's, it's, it's sets or the volume. It could easily be the volume because those are all just digital images anyway. So whether you have Diego looking at a blue screen, um or is it yeah, Diego looking at a blue screen with with a digital image or you have them in the volume looking at a live image it's still the same it's still the same digital image yeah. so the people saying look how better it is that it's on set he's not actually looking up in a space on a 300 meter long spaceship he's looking at a blue screen yeah. like so there's no difference between this and the volume unless there is a lot of running scenes which has the volume the top, is more like, for the oh. actors you know like it's more yeah. for them to have something to react to and that's what they all say on the behind scenes yeah. stuff you know? the it's, cinematography the lighting and just from what we've seen from the, of a simple trailer or whatever it you know it, it 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 is more than just a streaming service tv show or show or whatever it's 
looks like they were treating him people as were, many movies, which I'm you know so excited for us as fans. To people be were to... saying this guy was supposed to be a uh, Terrence Stamp. Um, what's his name? Chancellor Bellorum. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you turn the um, if you turn the captions on, you find out who that is. Yeah. The caption, the, the subtitles, oh, yeah. the closed captions. There, there it is. Take Homa. Take Homa. Um, I noticed that uh, my kids always have the captions on and watch at one point in time, or whatever. It's like, oh well, there's some not spoiler alert, but speculation that we think that might be Chancellor Valorum is easily squashed. I shall, I shall now right dub him Tay Tay. Unless that's a Star true. Wars name. <laughs> Star Wars is allowed to have new characters. I hate all this tie-in stuff. The people, well, everyone's that's the first. Yeah, the exactly. that falls up. No, he just maybe he just detonates a bomb. Like you don't know. Yeah. Like, and so the other big thing, I don't know if you guys it's heard, the bureaucrats that they always refer to. You know? Okay, this yeah, right here. The, they show uh, Cassian breaking out of like whatever this. This is totally THX one one three eight right here. Like that, you know, the white suits and white hallways and everything. Yeah, that's a good point. Everybody yeah, running. that's that's total. Brian, what were you going on about? Yeah, but my biggest excitement is I've always been saying, like, because I've online, I've been a big uh, opponent of everyone like, oh, you know, the Empire is just trying to do good by, you know, people who take like this. I know it's like a joke, but a lot of people take it really far and I kind of get mad at that sort of stuff. Um, But I've always wanted a story that explores that the Empire is not good. Like, that's why I like the book Catalyst so much. Because it truly explores that Palpatine is stripping powers, enslaving Wookiees. Like, and the problem is the world just doesn't see it because they shut off. Yeah. He controls the media. He doesn't allow. And one of the actors in the show has already confirmed that this will be a very real world take on disappearing rights and people losing control. And like you, the picture of the Senate that you showed, it all has the Imperial stamp now. Yeah. And if you well, speak out of her, did that. The Rebels did open up that a show like how like you know people were starting to get take notice of like oh the Empire is doing all this stuff behind their backs and you know yeah Brian I always took those fans as just being contrarian to be contrarian to have something because they you know they didn't want to join the 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 good guys bad guy you know they wanted to cheer for the bad guys because it was something different to do kind of thing because I can't believe anybody believe truly genuinely thinks the Empire you know. You can make it the case for it to some extent just to make that case or make that argument. But yeah, and this show, like Ricky said, Rebels dabbled in a little bit, but this show looks like it's really going to be able to showcase, you know, the oppression that is the Empire, what it's doing to, to entities, people, communities. I'm so like, yeah. so proud of themselves, so, so fat caddish uh, about what they can get away with. Yeah. An overpowered government was, uh, taking the not listening and i'm i'm very excited to see that because it's going to be heartbreaking yeah. to see how like, was, so we get the emperor here for this scene of the senate we, right well, he, should still, he should be a play so we should get but although the emperor went and uh he wasn't seen at this so point much, yeah. and had all his minions doing his doing his dirty work or otherwise being a representative of him yeah because at this point what in you... there with um the mud troopers from solo um, mm. And that got me thinking: Do we think we'll see any appearances from anyone in that movie? Maybe in this show. No, no. Oh, it was the guy with the four arms. Was he a Mimbim, Mimban right. species? Well, he, he looked like an Ochi, like Ochi four arms on a Mimban yeah. body. Yeah. So, mm. but there was a scene a in the trailer aliens. with like the mud trooper armor, and that got me thinking: mm. Didn't Solo take place around the yeah. same time that this? Yeah series has taken place so uh no because no, this really is supposed to be five years earlier. before new hope yeah 
Okay. I think solos yeah. predates this by a little bit, not a bunch, but by just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. But that'd be cool if they could somehow get, you know, any Some of them into in, this yeah. to kind of, because I know that that's one of their, what, least, you know, watched. Well, films. then that's the fun thing with so. the Cassian character. Like he's, you know, the rebels are all trying to get their stuff, you know, underground and get their weapons and stuff. So, I mean, they can bring in a lot of the, like the, you know, the underground people from like, you know, Crimson Dawn and all that stuff. And I mean, they got two tubes right here. Well, yeah, you got to remember that group. it's it's very fractured, right? We yeah. learned in Rogue One that the rebellion was not the rebellion that we thought it was for the past forty years. Yeah. It formed right then and there on the, with their attack on Scarif, and they all sort of joined up. So this is going to be Saul's group over here doing this, and or you know everybody sort of just not being yeah. a disorganized rebellion. Let's say. Well, they're, this, they're this not guy. Ready yet. This guy came from Empy's Nest Group. That, uh, two tubes. Yeah. That particular yeah. guy or that species? Is no, that, that particular same? guy. Yeah, same guy. Nest? Yeah, okay, cool. same guy. Oh, is he from that? Is he? I thought we saw him in the. Uh, yeah. We see him in Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. he was with yeah, Saul. Yeah, you see him in uh, yeah. Solo too. I just he's wondered scared. if he's the same. Is it the same species or the same person? Same character? No, there was there was there really twins. There's two guys, right? They were brothers. I don't know. They did a lot of character stuff on that Rogue One stuff. So. But. Uh, Going into detail, but yeah, it was supposed to be the same character. He came from MP's Nest. I mean, if you see, he's still wearing the same like kind of garb from MP's Nest with the with the horns and all that stuff and bones around his neck. Interesting. What would that be? That's not plans of anything. That just looks like the town that they're overseeing or monitoring or trying to build something. Maybe oppressing. Yeah, the guy looks like. Yeah, that they're oppressing. (laughs) Exactly. Is that guy blue? Right? That's what I was wondering. Or is it just a reflection of the light? Is it? Yeah. Is he blue, or is that just a reflection? You no, know, Cad Bane. People in the room. He's not. You know, Cad Bane wasn't like completely blue. You know, this, he could be like sky. Def- let's let's not push the Thrawn stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then the other guy <laughs> on the other side is uh, <laughs> that's Boba Fett right there with the bald head. No, Deidre. <laughs> so the lady Imperial in white that we see in the trailer is Deidre Mero. It looked like. Hmm. Yes. It's another yeah, new character, which I'm surprised to see. I know, you know, I'm surprised to see a female in a role of power because that was Palpatine's thing. I also know movies now, you know, but I'm still kind of surprised. I'm, I wonder how the other people will take effect to her character because Palpatine is historical for being a specious, you know. Well, he's it, this this series is already ruined games. because there's handrails in one of the scenes, so. <laughs> no. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> Well, it wasn't the Empire yet. Somebody else's, some planet where I ever had OSHA. No, just the scene that we're looking at is gorgeous with the, uh, the transport that's about ready to take off the city in the background. Yeah, looking yeah, looking forward to seeing what they want to present with us. Cool. I want to know who yep. the lady is. New droids. Lots mm-hmm. of, we should get similars because we should get ties. And we did see ties. We saw ties that looked like it was yeah. running through the mall or something. We did see ties. It wasn't X-Wing parked. Leo. So. And right, the the first series is twenty. I want to say twenty one episodes. Some something something first extensive. Se- they're both twelve, right? There's both twelve episodes. Yeah, 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 the first season is one, and season two is the controversial uh, scene here with the the fence in the in yeah, the <laughs> All right, Dark still that's substantial. Twelve twelve, 12 episodes. Uh, yeah, they they have a twenty. You know, we're getting twenty four. Yeah, to get a good commitment to a story. It's very fascinating audio for those listening. So we've got to describe what you're what you're what you're looking at. Uh, 
But um, the controversial handrails on the uh, the bridge there. That they're running across Star the Wars dam, and the dam has them? handrails. But yes, yeah, Star Wars I, does. I the Empire might, is the one that chooses. They might have to. used a uh, an actual location. and <laughs> put those bits at the end on. The Empire so has no that. OSHA, but other entities do. <laughs> yeah, but they're taking over places. That, um, yeah. This series is the first one to use a lot more practical sets. Mm-hmm. As opposed yeah, Tony to Gilroy was so. saying he he likes shooting on location. So. We haven't had any bloopers, have we? I always like a bit of a blooper. Maybe it might be somebody driving past in a car in the background or something like that. That'd be quite funny. Well, there was Gene Guy, wasn't there, in the Mandalorian? Yeah. And... yeah <laughs> well, I mean, they also set, they shot on Mandalorian. Uh, they shot in California for Mandalorian, too. So they've all kind of shot on locations, also. Yeah. It's just mm. they use the I can't the tell the difference when I'm watching it. I'm not, I'm not looking for. You know, oh, you can see the inside of the side of that set. Like, no, like I don't, I don't look for that. I'm too busy enjoying Diego's the performance. <laughs> just in the trailer, I'm excited oh, for. I didn't he know seems, these guys yeah. are jump. Are these guys jumping? Or are they throwing? Yeah, really, really enough. selling it. Really, really um, into into you know into the character. Yeah, that's nice. There, that's nice. That's why they're standing you know, so they can repel. <laughs> Get a repelling down. You can see the room. It does, not it? Very beautiful. Yeah, Diego looks like Ron, like what Ron's saying. He does look like he got really into this role again. Like, you can tell he genuinely like, loves the character. Wants, wants to own it. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's yeah. Truly, truly owning that, it and truly being like a Maz species. Yeah, people are saying that online. Yeah, yeah, the goggles make that real quick, but the forearms, it's obviously yeah. something new or something different. Maz doesn't have a nose, though. This guy has a like, nose. They all look the same to me. So, but I have no idea. It could be a new species. They obviously have four arms. They have it looks glasses. Like an ant. Yeah. Mm. Uh, these eyes have seen so many things. But he has a nose. It's an upgrade from Boba Fett. It's Lobot's dad. It's all Lobot. tied together. It's Lobot's dad. Confirmed. <laughs> Confirmed. Lobot's it's like a long needle as well, isn't it? Was better than needle. Yeah, it's very movie-esque. Uh, it was uh, big in order to. Oh, that's Cal Kestis from. Yeah, that looks like Cal. <laughs> and that's Ray's mom on the left too. So I mean, they turn the whole the lights off in the whole mirror. Mirror, mirror, yeah. nice. His hands are different color than his face, though. So this whole shows him. It all looks a bit weird, though. Is that is, is that his bottom hands look in the kind of the wrong place? They should be a bit lower down the arms. Coming you out think he head. had surgically implanted arms? Well, it could have done mods. Oh, well, no, this is before mods, isn't it? He reminds me of Modulox from He Man. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I gotta say it's for a character that I cared the least about in Rogue One, uh, this story is stunning. So I'm I'm very excited for it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kept saying people like, oh, why did they pick Cassian to be it? Like, well, because he was an interesting character in Rogue One. Like he sold the whole he moved the whole movie along. Like, you know, I love Jen. Yeah, I love people just song. being contrarian to be contrarian. Well, How yeah. about the first guy calling him is is it Cassian Andor? Andor or is it Cassian yeah. Andor? Andor. <laughs> like That's the, the first thing I heard. Like, like, oh, man, we, we always have to have two different two different uh, pronunciations of a name. Can never Leah and Leia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Han or Carrie. You watch the original movie. Carrie. Darth, Darth. Darth Vader. <laughs> Darth, Darth, Darth. There isn't a two Darths. There isn't two ways of saying Darth, no. So, yeah. So well, Vader or Vador. To... Yeah, I don't think we ever heard anyone say Vador. It's always Vader. Because it'll kill you. Vader? <laughs> Darth Vader. <laughs> say my name wrong. Say my name. 
Which yeah. Character's Lord Vader. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? Well, that guy, that guy, he's um, Lord of the Sith, right? Did he cast a shadow? I'm trying to do a really bad segue. Are we, are we going to play here? <laughs> it is time to move on to the next uh, segment on the show. Hey, maybe they'll show Bestoon on me. Sorry? <laughs> so maybe they'll show Bestoon on Andor. I, I, really, I wish I could do the voice. I could have introduced it as... That's pretty good. It's time for the Shadows of the Sith book discussion. Uh, I haven't got much more to say because it's a month since I read it. Uh, <laughs> so I can't, remember, I can't remember enough to give an intro. But thankfully, Ryan can remember a lot more than I can. Um, so over to Ryan. Okay, so I got some notes here. I'll run. I'll just run through kind of the main story points. And then I imagine we could just kind of go through and I suppose touch on them. So Shadows of the Sith takes place 17 years after Return of the Jedi. So me being I love timelines and I need things to fit. Ray is currently six. Kylo is currently 16. So um, Luke is having visions of Exegol. He talks to Lor Santeca, which I was really happy to see because I like the Santecas um, in the High Republic. So it's good to see they're more of their relationship. So he talks to Lor Santeca. And they just kind of discuss what's going on. And Laura Santeca tells him he should go to an archaeological dig because they think they found some old Jedi artifacts. Elsewhere, Sith cultist uh, and Palpatine tell Ochi to find the girl. And that's how Ochi gets the dagger. Is one of the Sith cultists bring it to him and they say, you know, use this. And it's interesting to find out that the dagger has powers, which we can touch on later. Ochi is gathering a team, and Lando just happens to be at this bar also, and he overhears them talking about the Sith. So now Lando has to go see Luke. So that's kind of how we establish, here's all the heroes, and you know that's the whole gathering of the story to start. Um, Dathan's backstory, we can, oh, and then for the people, we've talked about it before, but Ray's parents, her father is named Dathan. And the mother is Miramir, which I know we mentioned it before, but I got I you know I really like those names. They've definitely grown on me, especially Miramir. I found that a very interesting name. While on this other planet, Luke finds a damaged holocron. So, and on the, one of the dig site attendants is possessed by blood kyber crystals, mm-hmm. and he fights Luke real quick. Luke pretty much easily dispatches him by picking him up and pretty much yanking the crystals out of this guy's hand to kind of help him. So, but they do find blood kyber crystals. The Sith holocron is damaged. He can't do anything with it. It's from generations and generations ago. So Luke goes to Tython. And who remembers what Tython is? The Mandalorian. Anybody? Yeah, the planet of the Mandalorian, which Ricky pointed out, which I was like, oh my God, I totally forgot. Um, so that's a great tie-in. I love that that was there. That was the same so stone Luke that they goes, put uh, Baby Grogu on. Yep, so he goes on that same stone and he meditates on the meditation stone. Oh, I completely and didn't see that one. Yeah, you yeah. missed it, huh? Yeah, I missed that one. Yeah, go on. Yeah. yeah, I try to write all the planets down and like backtrack them, but Ricky jumped on that one real quick. Uh, he just said, hey, that's Tython. And it's like, oh my god, that's such a good tie-in. It's great. So he meditates, and while he's meditating on the meditation stone of Tython, he's taken to Exocol, 
kind of in his mind or almost like physically like transported there, but not transported there. And he fights a bunch of pretty much like wisps, like ghosts and Sith ghosts that are trying to like push him away. Uh, and he's losing. And then he's saved by another shadowy figure, uh, which is revealed to be Anakin force ghost, Anakin, I guess, uh, which breaks all lore of force ghost is Anakin's just a force ghost now. Um, and Anakin's able to save him and pull him back break to Tython. <laughs> oh, it totally it's does. Head, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well, there was reasons hey, for that. We'll, so. we'll get into that. Yeah. Yeah. So then while looking for help, um, when Dathan and Miramir are out looking for help, they're scanned by robots. And I found this very interesting too, because I like that they fill in a lot of this back information, but all three of them are scanned by robots to verify who they are. Um, so at the time of this book, Mir Mir is 27, Ray is six and verified to be their child. So it's not that she's a clone. There's nothing. It specifically says in the book, she is 100% split between those two parents. Um, and then Dathan is 33 at this time, um, which is currently, which reveals that he was born seven years after Revenge of the Sith or 12 years before New Hope is when Dathan was born and verified in the book that he is a clone with no age acceleration. So he grew up, you know, there's, there was a lot of talk about, well, maybe he grew, you know, he was made and he was 30 years old. It's like, no, he was definitely made a long time ago. And is there a um, difference between a, a clone and a strand, uh, what do they call it? A strand cast? Is there, or is that yeah, the there is. I have a note on that. Too. Is that this note that I have? Because wasn't um, he a strand cast that they call it? Yeah. So in the book, well, and I and I quoted it in the book because I knew it was important. It says the strand cast is not a direct clone replicate of the donor, but is created from an engineered template. So it's like it's almost like a mixture. You know, it's definitely a clone, probably part of Palpatine. But they are created from an engineered template. So that's the weird thing. It has to be. That's explain why he doesn't look exactly like Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the droids claim he has no genetic markers that exist for Kamino. So it seems like he wasn't cloned on Kamino either, which makes sense because of uh, the Bad Batch. And they dang near destroyed Kamino. Yeah, that li- that line in there was was definitely to be able to to illustrate that, yeah, he was cloned, but he wasn't cloned at Kamino. He was definitely cloned, most likely on Exegol. But yeah, that was a huge thing for me. I and mean, that's like verifying as much as you can verify in the books um, about the characters. So I thought that was uh, really good. And again, we can come back around to it so I can try to finish. So just a couple more notes. You know, there's a lot of shenanigans between everything. But uh, Luke, so Luke and Lando team up. You know, Lando goes and talks to Luke. Hey, they're talking about the Sith. So they team up. They track Dathan and his family. Um, as he is trying to escape being hunted and Lando helps the family escape while Luke holds off the Sith Eternal that appears. So the Sith Eternal that gave Ochi the dagger is like powered up by all these Sith artifacts. So they have this a math of an ancient Sith Lord and they have a lightsaber of an ancient Sith Lord that is shaped like a scamander. And Luke recognizes it immediately Scimitar. from his books. Is it Scimitar? I always pronounce it Scimantic. No, it's Scimitar. And Scimitar sounds much cooler. Scimantar is the dude from uh, Fantastic Beast. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why I'm confusing. I was like, why does Scimantar sound familiar? So Scimitar, you're right. Yeah, it's definitely messed up. So Luke recognizes the weapon, which I find interesting he that he's book. reading books. Uh, he, oh, yeah, that's true, too. 
I had to read it myself like a chump with my own brain. <laughs> and I had to give Ochi my own voice. And Ochi was bad at was really, you know, he is really bad boy. He's like, yeah, I'm Ochi a bastoon. That's my oh, brother. <laughs> so um he recognizes the saber which is a scimitar from darth noctis which i don't know if that's an existing how is it pronounced hmm <laughs> if you darth know nautilus darth... the, uh... <laughs> there was no l no there was no l in it no i know oh it's not nihilus okay no it's no, it n-o-c-t-y-s-s oh uh, right okay okay yeah, so I find it interesting that they're adding all these Sith Lords. Um, they named like Dark Knight. I didn't know who they were. Well, like, that way, that way, whatever they do with them, nobody, you, you, know, you can't get in trouble. You know, you can't step mm-hmm. on something you didn't know yeah, about. Have to go yes. learn all the background. You can create. create we don't know yeah, if they're one of the one of the past know, thirty, or if they're right. from a thousand years. Well, there's certainly a lot coming out the closet here in this in this book. Is that the oh guy, yeah, that's the mask. So much. Uh, uh, no, 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 the, no, the mask is just some. That's just the saber. Yeah, the mask is completely something else. Um, but yeah, so he fights off the Sith Eternal, and it's pretty much, you know, shenanigans escape type of thing. Oh, the, the ship is tipping, and the Sith Eternal runs away. Um, Wait, no, the Luke mask and seeks... the Scimitar were from the same Sith. No, they weren't. Oh. Are you sure? The, the mask is from some sort of... Uh, Dude takes notes dark, on a dark, book. Yeah, dark, I'm going sorry, with Yeah, wasn't it like X-Men Panchard or something like that? I thought it was from the same person too, but the they gave that... them specifically different names. So I was like, wait, is XM Parshnid actually Darth Noctis type of thing? You know, did he change his name? But they kept calling him Viceroy XM Parshnid. It's still possible. Noctis wasn't was 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 it? Was Noctis female? That's what I saw so too. Because yeah. Luke specifically well, said, Darth Noctis is a female. So... But they're definitely gathering relics from the Sith. So I kind of like the idea that they're different. And it's weird that they never refer to the Dark Noctis again. Um, so that's why I get the assumption that they're two different characters. Mm. The one who the lightsaber's from and the one where the mask is from. Because, you know, Sith Eternal has been wearing this bronze mask the entire time. Um, which is actually possessing the person that's wearing it. And it's funny that they brought up Darth Momin as well. Um, so this refers back to the... The Lando, yeah, Lando who brought it all, wasn't it? Yeah, very happily. So I thought that was really good. Um, One thing, Ryan, Luke... I'll say you, you had said you um, found blood kyber crystals, and I don't think they found full crystals, right? Weren't they shards of a larger kyber crystal that they were trying to collect all the various pieces or something like that? They never found a true, fully complete kyber crystal that was blood, did they? Well, it was it a was chunk of kyber parts. crystals. Okay. Part of it was in the ship at the archaeological site, and part of it the Sith Eternal had. Because remember, like, I think they they try to create like a bigger section, and they ended up putting it in a bunch of weird droids and stuff. So yeah, the I droids think had pieces of it. Yeah. That piece. So, and then Luke seeks the help from someone named Komat, who uh, he helped escape like the acolytes of beyond uh, like a group that he broke up, you know, another past story that they're hinting at or whatever. So it's just a friend of Luke's named Comat. Um, and she mentions that she stole hyperspace tracking capability from Scarif. Again, more great, just name drops. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and we can discuss hyperspace tracking after that. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then the mask is from Sith XM Parshnard. <laughs> Pan Panchard, yeah. Panchard, so. yeah. Panchard is how they pronounce it. Who I don't think it was hyperspace tracking so much as it was 
ship tracking, the a ship signature that that you were able to trap track a, a ship's signature engine signature like its exhaust sound is how i kind of took it yeah but yeah the, that's yeah. how this which is definitely they, different from the last jedi they laid yeah from the hyperspace tracking they definitely laid plans though in the book i recall of a way to uh, you only get to use this this one time because all the sensors that were scattered throughout the galaxy or whatever were slowly deteriorating or going by the wayside or something or whatever so th- they gave themselves an out as to why it doesn't exist in 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 later star wars stories because of that grid of things or whatever was going microphones if you will let's say was going away or slowly yeah. deteriorating I, I, it's a very clever book in, in the way it introduced things and 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 dealt with them so that they weren't around wouldn't be around later yeah definitely a, a MacGuffin where it's like well it's here for now mm-hmm. but it goes away but it's also kind of discussed in the high republic books the way that they hyperspace travel and uh hyperspace prospectors and that's how they make their money is that they place these beacons all over. And that's what they use these beacons for. So it's nice that the beacons were brought up again, that the beacons were almost hacked to track, like you said, the exhaust of a vehicle, the way it vibrates. Every vehicle is kind of different and does things. And then they just use that to dial it down because then it's revealed towards the end of the book that uh, it's not 100 percent perfect because when Lando and R2 try to use that same technology, they end up finding 23 possible variants of his ship and Lando just guesses right type of thing. So it's not a hundred percent perfect. If you have, if everyone has an X wing, you'll be able to probably find all the X wings as they pass through all these beacons. But if you're finding one specific ship, like the millennium Falcon, who's very probably been beaten up and it probably has its very own signature type of thing. So that could probably be tracked pretty easy. Um, So they, but yeah, it's interesting how they talked about hyperspace tracking and from Scarif. And let's see, Luke goes after the Sith. So he goes after the Sith Eternal. They split up. He goes after the Sith Eternal because, you know, Luke, I must handle this on my own. And then Lando and Comat go after the family. So Dathan and Ray and Mir Mir. Luke has a battle with the, with the Sith. A very good battle. It's a pretty good battle. Kind of ends in another shenanigans type of thing where she pours lava everywhere and it causes the building collapse and it crushes like her arm and she, I guess, dies. But then the mask is put back on her face and she's brought back to life and her arm that was crushed is replaced with a robot arm because everyone's got to lose an arm in Star Wars. So I was pretty happy to see that. I didn't recognize, she gets a robot arm. I didn't recognize her with that robot arm. The, yeah, yeah. the interesting blue that, that I remember from the book was that Luke says, come with me or whatever, and she distinctly one word answer, no, and puts the mask back on herself, that she's truly now consumed yeah. by the power that that mask, you know, the, at one point in time in the book, it sounded like, she, you know, he could have talked her out of it or tried to save her like he saved one of the other Sith acolytes and, and, and was talking, but eventually she just comes to a full on no, and she reaches over and puts the mask back on or something or whatever, that she was consumed ultimately by the by the dark side power yeah. that that thing contained. That was a, that was a neat blurb was one of, one of the and he tried yeah. like and one luke of, saved the books sorry some of them luke oh saved yes he did save some books as well didn't he yeah again the sacred skulls so that's where he, uh, got he saved pages he he only saved a couple pages mm-hmm. yeah things were burning around him and all that and some of the things yeah. were made out of a certain material that could withstand the fire Anchor. and all that and other things yeah. were other yeah, other actually, things were lost um lost to him. but yeah he was trying to collect it that did well to sort of help Luke's story along in terms of yeah what he's collecting and just trying to find artifacts and learn history and learn everything that he can 
grab all that he can, rescue all that he can to to help build the Jedi Order back up or in some way, way shape, or form. That was one of the bits of the, the whole book that I didn't really get was, well, I'll make this very quick, is that um, she was defeated um, with the mask and the lightsaber stuff, and then she was rebuilt, so to speak, and then she gets off in a ship, and then sort of nothing really happens but in that second encounter. It's like, oh, why didn't she just die there? And we could have, that could have been the end of it. But she was dead. She, she was, she, she was, she was she already dead. dead. Then he was sort of like, oh, I'm going to have my comeback sort of thing. And he didn't really have much of a comeback, did he, as the uh, taking over the body sort of thing. But uh, anyway, it is what it is. What it is. Yeah. yeah, they had another giant battle coming up. Yep. So, yeah. So they fight. She comes back to life again by the mask. Very possessive, you know, possesses her type of thing. So that's cool. Um, heroes all gather back up again. But now Luke realizes he needs help. So Luke and Comat go after the Sith Eternal. And they send Lando after Ochi to track um, because Mir, Mir and Dathan and Ray are still trying to escape everyone. Um, Then there's another giant fight with Luke and the Sith Eternal and Komet. And this one was really good because it's revealed that she has a lightsaber, which totally caught me off guard because she's had that uh, battle droid with her the whole time who carries a sword. And she pops the sword off and lights a white lightsaber that Luke himself um, you know, cause she used to have a red saber when she was a acolyte of the beyond, probably another Sith artifact And Luke. Uh, what is it? Clarified it or he passed. What is it? Yeah. Purified it or something. Purified. Yeah. It's like pacified. That's not right. But yeah. So that Luke purified himself. And I was like, Oh, that's great. So I love the talk, how it's like green and red and white sabers flashing. And, you know, and it, Luke is standing his ground and Comad is moving around trying to battle against this, possessed woman with a mask so it's like i can just picture all these lightsabers just flinging around going crazy um some giant snakes burst out from under the ground because they're on like an ocean planet with a thin crust see giant snakes burst out they rip them apart you know with their bare hands um you know as he's trying to battling and then it ends with luke yanking off her mask and like oh he takes the saber from her hand so i just picture luke yanking the saber out takes the saber, yanks the mask off with the force, and as it's flying towards him, he does, like, X gonna give it to you, and, like, chops the mask in half. And it was like, okay, so that was pretty... And then the body just falls limp and dies. You know, he pretty much defeated the mask is what he had to do. I found it weird that the body was then dragged underwater. Like, are you coming back? Or <laughs> why didn't the body just die? Or I need some very like certified deaths because now it's like but the body is still around i'm like oh, did the snake eat it or did it save it type of thing so she died like three yeah, times <laughs> yeah but still it was a very cool battle and luke definitely held his own knocked around against someone who's pretty much possessed with like all these sith weapons so that was definitely a good battle and then it explains ray's story it finally gets to the family stuff that Dathan and Miramir decide, of course, they're forced into a corner, so they have to do this. But they drop Ray off on Jakku, and they decide there's only one way to finish this. Handle it head on. So they make a deal with Unkar Plot. They drop off Ray, and then they'll be like, we'll be back in a season, Ray. Don't worry about it. They get into a space, and immediately captured by Ochi. <laughs> and, like, questioned by Ochi. And this is where it goes, like, really quick like bang 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 there was really no, quick yeah i mm, noticed that too there was no running around 
Ochi's drunk with power because the Sith dagger, every time it stabs somebody, well, he was like drinks drink their, <laughs> yeah, drink oh, their yeah. blood. And starts to go crazy and crazy with power. He's obsessed with Exegol. He's yelling like barely anything at all. Where's the girl? We'll never tell you. Stab. I'm like, wow, okay, well, that was yeah. quick. No other discussion. He right. just you, you lost any opportunity for them to tell you. Why would you kill them? Yeah, that's why I couldn't I yeah. couldn't understand that, but then I realized that Rooney, but it wasn't totally obvious that he's just drunk and not thinking straight, is he Rooney? Yeah, the audiobook made it like really good to know it was like he was basically possessed by that uh, knife and it was like yeah the uh, dagger go crazy basically it was thirsty you know and yeah Yeah. Uh, that that would help to explain because yeah killing them the only source of knowledge of where you know where where, what they did with her or whatever was Mm. just odd but that does make sense then that yeah sort of he was literally drunk and then drunk with power and then the knife is just hungry for Mm -hmm. for more blood type of thing or whatever that that would explain the the quick deaths you you had said they found him i think the parents didn't they steal ochi's ship that was then had a tracker on it so that's how he was able you know they've been chasing him the whole damn book and then all of a sudden, you know, quickly he finds them. And it's like, oh, that's because somebody, the GSA or whoever it was, said, I put a tracker on your ship. Uh, they're on Jakku. So, so they, um, you know, he, he had a quick way of finding them, whereas before he was just chasing hints of where they were throughout the galaxy. And, I, you know, I like that they, they did tie in that guy. The What's his name? Was it? His name was Pride, right? Pride. Uh, General, yes, General Pride. Pride. Pride is a Skywalker? Yeah. Didn't have the accent though. Like in the movie, doesn't he have an accent? I don't know. Is it the same pride? It must yeah, be. it is. It's supposed to be the same guy. I look okay. it up. It same yeah, first name, same last name. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, I didn't have signal to look it up when I was away and I forgot. Mm. So, but yeah, like you said, they when they're dropping off Ray on car, uh, Mir Mir just picks up this like, oh, these are Akiyaki beads from Pasana, you know, obviously from uh, Rise of Skywalker. And she's like, well, I really like these. I'll just take these, you know, as like, I don't know, just because she takes them. They look nice. She wanted them for like a hint yeah, or something. Yeah, she does. Like that. It literally, Ryan is right. She she does. I don't recall that she didn't like buy them. She didn't ask the person. No, or what. Yeah, Plug gave them to her. She just. Yeah. Uh, he didn't give them to. Her. I don't think he gave them. Yeah, to it her. was kind of like a wink thing. Like, yeah, you could take them. Yeah, it, it was yeah, an interesting. He's like, oh, there's. If you want to get rid of somebody, back. visit Pasana. You know. You need, you need yeah. So, but yeah, keep going, Ryan, because oh. yeah, they play an important she role. She takes. Yeah, she takes the beads. Ochi kills them. Um, Ochi finds the beads in her hand well, one of her other people does but regardless his team finds the beads in her hand and they realize oh this these beads are for pasana so i bet you she went to pasana she dropped off the kid and she took the beads as a reminder then ochi kills his teammates and then surprisingly shocking for a star wars book he stuffs the dead bodies of ray's parents in a crate yeah. and injects it into space yeah so, what was that was about like, that was crazy weird was to kind of see that level yeah we all see actually he got his minions to do that i think he the the, his crew or whatever he told them to do that they did that and then i guess the drunk with power thing or whatever because i couldn't figure out why he then he needed to kill them because they needed to be gone but yeah he ends up killing the his crewmates that he hired it was weird they told him let's go down the surface and look for the girl and he's like no they're all basana Well, no, those guys question. were the ones that recognized yeah. them as Akiyaki Aki Beads yeah. and Sana. One of them so did, they yeah. gave him that nugget. So, right, he was very close to her because he killed his parents. He killed her parents on Jakku that just a little cursory search might have found the girl very quickly or whatever. But, yeah, they found they got onto those beads and were quick off to Pasana to, to go look for her. 
Yeah, and he's like, okay, let's go to Pisana. I got to find the girl. So that I got to say, that was like, wow, that's uh, pretty heavy what? for Star Wars, cramming him in crates. They just didn't leave him dead on this random ship. He pushed him into space, and I was like, well, yeah, dang. He didn't, he didn't want their dead bodies on the ship order. But why did he kill his crew? And then what did he do with their bodies? The dagger. They just, he, right, he, so we're attributing it to the, the yep. drunkness of the da- or the power of the dagger. What, did he do anything with their bodies, or are they still on, were they still on a ship? Didn't one of them hit Lando's ship, and that's how he yep. saw the crate like floating in the air? Remember, the crate ship? has chicken in it because... You know, yeah, they put the beacon in it. They did. Yeah. They put the beacon in yeah. it for some reason, for somebody else to find them or something. And then Ochi or, kills his teammates. He throw, I mean, they're just they're just thugs, so that's why I didn't mention them. Yeah, they it's were really hard yeah. yeah, so they just died. They threw them into space. Lando Lando gets back. Luke in. Yeah, Lando gets back to space of Jakku. In space, he finds the floating thug body. He's able to see that beacon and realizes his body is in a box. What's in the box? What's in the box? I'll show you with the box. What's in the box? So, and then he just calls Luke. So that's pretty much their ending is that. And then Luke and Lando take them to, I, I didn't look up this planet, but they take him to the hidden caves in Neftali uh, and buries the body kind of respectfully. So they can't be found. They know that they're being searched for. So they hide the bodies also in Neftali. So I don't know if you'd consider that a pauper's grave. Yeah, what? I was gonna say that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's no. nothing ornate. It's just they got buried in a hole in the ground, you know. But this planet is totally new. Yeah, from what okay. I could tell, I've I've never heard it before, unless it pops yeah, that, up random. Lost over that, lost over that part of the of of it. Don't remember yeah, that. So it, but it makes sense a, that they they found them and dealt with them respectfully and properly. Yeah. So and it's a place that Lando knew of that a lot of shady, you know, uh, smugglers used to just meet up on. But now yeah, it's a planet. Uh, knew a bunch of info. <laughs> yeah. Ochi continues to get drunk, flies to Pisana. Uh, he throws Dio against a wall, which I found offensive. No, no, no thank you. Even after he shoots some bodies Dio in a so box. many times. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was he was definitely mean to Dio. They definitely <laughs> set that a part of it up as well, even though that droid, you know, had all the information and constantly helped him out. Yeah, so Ochi is drunk. He takes his speeder out and then gets stuck in sinking sand and dies. And, you know, that's that's it. Honestly, I was expecting like an Ochi versus Luke battle because it never says that they didn't meet. It says that they were searching. So I was like, oh, wait, he just got drunk. Uh, He hit a pit and he died from drunk driving and suck and suffocated to the sands. And that was it. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess that was, you know. I mean, it needed to happen, but that's the one part where I took umbrage. And maybe the drunkness is going to qualify or or answer my own question or whatever. But he's Ochi of Bastoon. He's. He's this revered, he hunted Jedi back in the Clone Wars, and he's done all this cool stuff and been all over and knows how to get here and do there and whatever. And he's never heard of the sinking, you know, the sinking fields of Pasana, or I'm sure that can't be the only place that has him, that he wasn't aware of of them as a danger. Did he go out at night? I don't remember if he went at night. Maybe he didn't see him. Yeah, that's something the, where like his, um, or his the ocular things weren't working or something. The right. drunk aspect would sort of drunk driving just out looking for. But I kind of took a bit of, uh, wait, what? He doesn't know about these sinking fields to look out for them. But that's they needed him to die in the sinking field. So that's how they did it is his his, his motorcycle yeah, got caught up in it. Or speeder He's got caught up in it. Drunk on power. He's going to look. Nobody's going to stop him. He throws Dio. And he's like, I'm going. No one can stop Ochi a bastoon. Yeah, and then he just. That. He dies the bumbling way, you know, much like how he really didn't accomplish anything. And there's so. nothing going on in Pasana, right? The Pasana's Akiyaki Festival was once every, 
um, seventeen years, I think. Yeah, some some something. So there's or, there's or not more. there's not anything going on. There's not much for him to find or see um, on, on. But he wasn't there for very long anyway, right? He landed, took his speeder out that day, and and died. So he didn't even really yeah, get to investigate anything. <laughs> And that explains that ties in so well to the cult, you know, Lando says in the movie that the, you know, we tracked him here, but then it, it ran cold. We never found him. So I just ended up staying here, which he stays for a long time because yeah. if Ray's six and then she's however old she is, yeah. and we see Lando again. He, he hung out, he hung out there for a long, long time. <laughs> yeah. So it ends with uh, someone informing Lando that, hey, you know, Lando reaches his feelers out to other people. He said, hey, we found the Ochi ship in Basana. Luke yeah. and Lando go there. They realize it's almost too dangerous to go around and there's nothing there. And there's, they just can't find anybody. There's so many sinking sands. They know he took a speeder out. They know he hasn't returned in a week. So Lando decides, he tells Luke, you know what? You have training to do. The trail's gone cold. You return back to your temple. And Lando decides he will stay in Pasana and he'll keep an eye on the ship and search for his daughter while he's there because he's like, well, I haven't searched my daughter in this space sector. So he's like, I might as well stay because he wants to protect Ray. So he's going to watch the ship. Um, so, yeah, he stays in Pasana. So that closes out his story. And then it's revealed that Luke kept the mask of Exim Panchard. So now Luke has the mask. So he's again, he's collecting all these artifacts, too. Uh, which I found interesting, interesting as well, and that's how it ends. It, it, he kept the pieces of the mask, right? right? I would say it was mask shards, right? Because I think the mask got destroyed or, or something happened to it that it wasn't the complete mask. It was mask shards. Yeah, well, he cut it in four. He cut it pieces, like in a he big cut, X. He cut it to pieces. Uh, the one thing you, you just mentioned it there at the end, but it was a big. I took it as a big part of the story. Whatever that, that didn't get mentioned early on was Lando's. Um, tied to this family and trying to help rescue them or deal with them or save them or whatever was because his daughter was taken. Um, they definitely, you know, they lean on that heavily to, to tie into the movie and all that, but that his daughter was taken, I think taken from his arms. I don't remember the full story of, yeah, the he, mom was. Ice cream and, uh, Oh yeah, that's right. There was a real world. Yeah. There was a real world, uh, well, no, just, real world things where no, they were having a double chocolate. That was just, yeah. She that didn't disappear. Memory. Yeah, that was just a good memory. Much much okay. like how Ochi had a memory of hunting uh, Mace Windu's Padawan, yeah. which was weird. I was like, oh, we're going to see Mace in this? And that was it. And never came back to it again. I was like, that's weird. Just I was so a, confused yeah, He was on sleeping or something. He was a bit of a flashback. But yeah, that was a driving force um, for why Lando's involved. Are you sure? Uh, I thought part of all he this, was getting her ice cream and then he like he threw it on the ground and he went chasing, looking for her, like, where'd you go? And then he never saw her again. Well, no, because they're in his closet. Remember, with all the silk capes, and you know, he's I'm like, "Well, I don't something think else I then." Her. Okay, no, because the, yeah, the part I was thinking they were in like out in a city area, whatever. And yeah, it definitely and doesn't gone. say anything like he ran around the park looking for her type of thing. But I know she was taken when she was two years old, I believe, or something but like that. So there's no mention of their mom at all, right? No. The, the no. Lando had the daughter's type of thing or whatever that that the mom wasn't around. Just it was I don't recall any mention of her or whatever. But no. it was an interesting tie Maybe into once, the movies but... and an interesting pieces to Lando's um, constant sort of um, really wanting to help this family because he doesn't want them to lose their daughter like he lost his daughter. Um, you said about how he overheard Ochi 
um, and, and trying to find a family. The one thing I couldn't square, and it was early in the book, so I needed to kind of go back to it, was there was an attack. I think it's right when it opens up. The, the family's out flying in space, and they get attacked by pirates, that the mm-hmm. pirates are all then dispatched by an X-Wing squadron. So if they were all dispatched by the X-Wing squadron, none of them escaped. How did Ochi know that the pirates, uh, you know, had found the family and, and attacked them, but were destroyed by the X-Wing squadron? It was a little bit of a jump there as to where he got his intel. He, you know, it's convenient. Let's convenient jump as to where he got his intel. Um, but they were so close to rescuing him. There was another... Oh, they, the, the X-Wing crew sent them, the one person sent them to somebody that they thought was friendly, but he turned it out not being friendly. But Lando yeah. tell, Lando tells them to go out and wait in the rings of wherever and was so close to, you know, rescuing him, but couldn't. That was a, that was a good bit of drama and a good, exciting so, moment. Yeah, uh, yeah that so close. Yeah, Didn't they so tell him where she was? Like, right? The X-Wing person that filed the report told them go there i got a friend there and then that no, person I'm about the ochi. like how did ochi know like it was because the uh the lady with the mask showed up at his house and told him like that there was uh you know all that happened where they got their pirates were killed by the uh the thing and then they i think something about scanning that sith artifact that she I had mean, i on. guess what we don't see in the book that could have happened is while the pirates are getting chased they could have radio and calmed and told headquarters yeah, I think it was that whatever necklace. that yeah, I thought it was the necklace. Thought it was the necklace that uh, Mirror Mirror had on. That was the set that she showed the X-wing yeah, pilots. It yeah. got registered. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it got registered, and that's how everyone discovered it. Like, oh, this is definitely her. And Sith. I didn't. I I don't know. I kind of thought that because it was a Sith relic thing, that that's how they were able to figure it out or something like that. But Ray's got Ray's got that on minute now, hasn't she? No. No, what happened to that at the end? Because they, they swapped between who had it, Dathan had it at one point, and Miriam had it, and I got confused who had the Eminent at the end. I thought it ended up with the police at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's either that or it's in a box in did space. Luke have it? So. Uh, to, yeah, to the point of what we're talking about, for anybody who does want to read this book, there's a lot in it. There's a lot that goes on, a lot to not keep yeah. track of, but it was a very well thought out book. It was a, it, we were joking about the Ahsoka book earlier or whatever, that it was very hamstrung and, and, and sort of couched in what it could do, where it could go, what it could talk about, what it could introduce and all that. Whereas this book was like, have at it here. We need you to get to this point. We need you to talk about this thing. Yeah. We need this to happen. We need this. And, and the uh, writer, uh, author of for life of me i'm sorry i don't know who it is somebody should say it because it was very well done i thought they did did a really good job to sort of not hastily tie the things in really well thought of give it some good background give it some good thought um there were some long parts in there in 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 book form of describing things but you do get that in the book people talk about books versus movies and oh i want this book to be you know this should be made in the movie the thing with that is a book can tell you what a, a character's thinking and and yeah. remembering and 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 their mindset and their drive or whatever is uh, I, I know i remember noting that a couple times where it was going on about why luke was doing something or whatever that it's just like that won't ever translate well into a movie you couldn't have all yeah. this sort of backstory so a book uh, allows you know and that gets to my star wars on screen versus star wars a book that that a movie can't do that but star wars movies do tell a story very very well in in their way of doing it but the, I, I found this book very um, 
engaging in that sense because of the lore and what it was tying into. And granted, it helps to have core characters and explain how Luke and Lando get together and explain some race. So, you know, it helped that it had that tie into the movies that I appreciate and enjoy some that story so much. But yeah, I I would recommend the book for anyone that's on the fence about reading books or whatever. To me, it ranks up there with the um, Darth Plagueis novel, even though that's not, um, not canon and doesn't count or whatever. That one was a very, very good book as well. Oh, I, I enjoyed this way more than Darth Plagueis. I barely enjoyed the Darth Plagueis book. I just thought this was a lot better. It had action for one. Plagueis yep. has no action. Yeah, so. Plagueis doesn't have any. There's no much going on. It's all background filler. It also shows you what what we've said before about how sort of uh, how green and um, a Jedi Luke is. And actually, really doesn't know about what's going on. I mean, nobody's told him about the ins and outs and everything. And Certainly. how would he? Yeah, yeah. he really is yeah. Going yeah. doing this alone. He has no idea what's going on. And I mean, they're going to. It did mention he has a teacher. He has an assistant. Sorry? Remember, it mentions he has an assistant, and I wanted to know more about the assistant. He had like an orange Twilight girl to help teach the students. And I was like, well, I want to know who you are now. (laughs) That's the thing with Star Wars. Oh, wow. Every character they introduce, I'm like, I want to know more about you. Um, so one of the two of the things we weren't talked about that, well, you did talk about Lore Santeca. There was a good bit of interaction between Luke and Lore, and where Lore, while he wasn't teaching him teaching Luke specifically, whatever helped Luke to understand some pieces of, of info and get some, yeah. get some understanding. There were a couple of times where Lore's like, I wouldn't even begin to, you know, tell a Jedi master how to do something or about something. What he goes ahead and sort yeah. of does it to some extent. So that was a neat tie in and a way for Luke to get some Jedi um, background because of Lore's ties to the church of the Jedi and that teaching. So that was good. And then there was a number of interactions with Ben, you know, a young Ben. Yeah. I'm surprised to hear that he was, he, that, but I guess the timeline has to work out that way that he's 16. I took him yeah. in the audiobook. I was an audiobook um, connoisseur of this title, whereas Ryan actually read the thing. I took him to be a little younger in the book, the way that the portrayed it and the voice that was portrayed there. But there were some good interactions between, you know, actually they're very touching interactions and, and, Oh, they're not hurtful, but they're just, they're, they're, they're tragically painful to listen to because you know yeah. where that goes yeah. with those two. It just but sounded right like they now were so close. Yeah. Like, right now cool. it's, it's uncle and nephew. It's, it's master and Padawan. And it's so wholesome and beautiful. And it's just, Oh, it's just tragic to hear it because you know where it ends up. That, that was, those were some tough moments uh, in the book in a weird way because of the, the known outcome of where that goes. It's just like, Oh man, what could have been? Yeah, and I love him. Ben as a character, so yeah. it's good to just see him again. And I just want so much more Ben, which might be impossible. But like, oh man, it was just so like you said, it was touching to and see and read. Tragic thing, to see like, him want the father figure. The whole tragic mm-hmm. thing with him, and then with Red Skywalker, like he would have been such an awesome Jedi, but he just didn't happen. Like you know, like it, was, it would have been so good. But uh, yeah, the, um, I know Ryan, you mentioned the Anakin cameo. Um, yeah, I touch on that. <laughs> That that was I was like I was so floored Shocking. by that scene. Like it was so awesome. Finally, I get to see Anakin appear as a ghost and do something. Like that, that's what I wanted from the movies. But I mean, it, like I said, it worked. Like Ron was saying, it does work better doing some stuff in the book than opposed to seeing on screen. Because I don't know how they would have did it on screen. But they kind of uh, put it where like he probably can't come back now anymore. You know, like yeah, he, he used said his he last used all his ghostism to save. To Luke. save Luke, who was force projecting, which it was that's the first time that Luke 
you know, discovered he could do this, you know, travel oh, somewhere. You, he said you it took it as force projecting. Yeah. yeah. I, I like, took it as say it was sort of a, yeah, they did. The vision? Kind of, he talked about, yeah, the, the, the vision. I just, said, I just took it, it as a vision that looked very, very, he could feel very the static very. in the air. He could see the dirt, the smell of the old world. Like he probably was more, you know, whatever, like cognitive because it was all like these ghosts pretty much. And but he definitely said, yeah, it, he definitely said, this feels like the world. I'm here, yeah. and but I know the, I'm not. That's one of those passages, Ryan, that we, yeah, where they could do that in a book and describe it in a manner that I don't think would convey very well. You know, in film, we'd be like, was he really there? Was he force projecting? Yeah. Or was it just yeah. a really vivid vision of, of what he was doing and where he was that it felt real, felt the electricity, the static in the air, the, 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 the ground crumbling underfoot. There was another passage in there too. Well, just the Sith wayfinders and discussing those and how they talked about the, the creating the path or how to get to um, Exegol. Because the one thing that was weird to me, Ochi said he had been to Exegol once before and he was trying yes. to get, trying yes. to get back. How, how the heck was that? was in the comics, take right? Him? In the Vader comics. Yeah, that was in the 2017 Vader comics. It heavily explores um, Ochi Bastoon. Like, he meets them. They fight each other on Mustafar. Uh, Vader discovers the Wayfinder by the uh, weird spider head thing. Um, uh, what is right. that thing? The, the swamp fog of something. Yeah. yeah, so that's where Vader gets it from. And then Ochi just kind of tags along with Vader. Vader, he's like, okay, you're cool. I'm just going to tag along with you. And Vader goes to Exegol with Ochi. And remember, that's where they discovered the hand of Luke, supposedly Luke Skywalker. Is that when they by, that by the Sith Wayfinder? They had a Sith Wayfinder to tell him how to get there? Yeah, because okay. pretty much uh, Palpatine well, says, use your Wayfinder and come to me. And he's already on Exegol. Well, that's yeah. fascinating. And so the, this book also has a tie-in to the comics. I didn't realize that piece. Uh, yeah, as well, that, it talks that, about how Ochi goes blind. That. Yeah, because Ochi goes blind in the comics. He doesn't have the. Oh, that happens. Because talks about that too. Hmm. Yeah, didn't they wow, have like so even more tie into the that's even more powerful yeah. nature of this book and its and its its value, its weight of of doing well to tie things together and not explain yeah. things, but just just have more more background into it all. That's awesome. So yeah, there is but, the, there is the scene with Dathan where he was a kid and then, or I guess it was when he escaped. I guess, right? Because Darth Vader uh, showed up on Exegol with somebody else. Was the other person OG? I was confused. Yes, it was. Okay. okay. It was, yeah. Okay. Because it kept saying it was somebody it, in a mask, that. and I didn't know Ochi wore a mask until later I saw the comics, but I didn't know if they were referring to the Acolyte woman. Oh, yeah, okay. you're exactly right. He did wear like a white and red mask, and that was 100% oh, Ochi. Okay. And while he was on Exegol is when he got blinded and got mm. those cybernetics. Okay. So how did he get so blinded? He looked at a giant kyber crystal that was bled. So you know how they bleed tiny crystals? Okay. Well, they bled a huge crystal, like four stories tall. And like when he looked at it, it was like zap, and he went pretty much the Clone Wars. <laughs> Isn't that what? Well, the yeah, crystal, the, 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 the Udapal had a big one that we thought they were making it out to be for the Death Star, but Death could have been in. But anyway, it mm-hmm. had some interesting. T- um, backstory i guess if you will for, for the exegol that exegol has been around for a long time hidden in its in its um maze what do they call it the, yeah. the crimson maze to be able to get to it hmm. as far as i'm concerned still still there at the end of um rise of skywalker because yeah. not destroyed well they, they did destroy, destroy the fleet right. well it might be i haven't finished reading the comic because volume two explores something and then ochi's introduced 
And um, excuse well, they me, do by, show by, the whole oh, facility crumbling in the movie, right? Sorry? They do. They do uh, destroy Palpatine's like facility in that movie, right? Because I remember seeing the acolytes all like crumbling into like. In it was similar. Yeah, yeah, but Exegol proper, the planet it's still there, the yeah. or whatever it is, Exegol. You know, conceivably still exist, which you yeah. know could let somebody do something with it later. Yeah, and then uh, we do see in the beginning of the movie that the Wayfinder is on Mustafar, right where Vader was at. So he still had it. Yeah, that's yeah, he yeah. still had it. That's where it was, even though it didn't say Mustafar. Yeah, it didn't find out till way later. But it's like that was Mustafar that they found the Wayfinder yeah. in Rise of Skywalker. In Rise of Skywalker. And in the comic book, it was also on Mustafar. Hmm. So, so how many years is this? This book um, before uh, Force Awakens. Thirteen years, because her prey was six. And she yeah, was right. so, so, are we, so are we saying then that between this book now and the Rise of Skywalker, sorry, Rise of Skywalker, and the Force Awakens, that's it for Exegol and stuff? Because it's a long time. I mean, because Luke's now trying to figure it all out and stuff. Is he going to find out? Essentially, he's going to have to find out nothing more about Exegol, Exegol between this book and the force awakens well they made it seem well, they like they gotta do something with cloning i mean so mandalorian may explore something i doubt it'll go as deep as Exegol because you need the wayfinders to get there so but i'm, just uh, thinking, I'm hoping that Exegol but, gets but to steven's point more. yeah there's a there's a lot of time there for luke not to get nope, anywhere but he's, he's got his mm. temple and he's got his kid you know he's yeah. got all the trainees and everything that he's dealing with there that eventually goes it, when does it go to a handbasket yeah. so there's 16 years between or there's 13 years between Ray 6 and 19 in the force awakens but ben's already bad so does he go bad at, at after year this? 12 he, no, or he 10? Goes, no i have the i have the timeline he turns bad at 23 so it's seven years after this, this book, book he turns bad so at 28 aby Ben turns on Luke and brings so that down would make Ray thirteen, and then yep. there's six more. There's six years there in between all that. So that's where Luke's got some. He's busy, basically, Stephen. In, in terms of right, he yeah, he had his Jedi temple. Ben falls and he he gets crestfallen and and gives up yeah. on everything. And it seemed like sure. he didn't want to leave that much either. When Lord Santeca came, like he was busy, but since he was having those visions. He, he might have thought he was done with all that stuff because he wasn't having the visions anymore after he uh, dispatched uh, what's her name with the man. He had a lot of work to do. Like he was trying to build the temple. He had a lot yeah. of work to do. That's the but one thing gonna... I problem I had with the book that did they didn't know they were just trying to rescue the family because and maybe that's what I was trying to tie in earlier. They were just trying to rescue the family just because. Uh, Lando lost his daughter. Like yeah. early in the book, it was like we got to rescue him. We like, go, go, go. We got to rescue him. We're so close. We got to rescue him. Got to rescue him. And then Luke's off fighting this other thing and dealing with the mask and just kind of. Th- there's a bit of a blase. You know, there wasn't this hurry up. We got to go find them. They're in immediate danger. We have to find them because my daughter was taken, and I don't want that to happen to this one. And then it kind of that that sense of urgency fell by the wayside. It seemed in the book, but I guess. Luke and Lando, they didn't know why they were trying to rescue or find them, right? They were just doing it just because they had Sith, were tra- Sith were tra- I guess that's what it was. This he, Lando overheard the story that Ochi's people or whatever and Sith were involved. And since the Sith wanted this family and girl, Luke wanted to got involved to want to find out why or yeah. no, whatever. But that sense of Sith. that sense of urgency kind of uh, fell away in the book at one point in time. I felt. 
Well, it kind of did for Lando's daughter too. They all, everybody, like he said, like everybody went out searching for, and then after a while, he realized he was the only one that was still looking for his daughter, and everybody else kind of moved on. You know, that's fine. That's Lando's daughter who has no ties to Sith and Luke and Jedi and Jedi Order that's falling or that's trying to get rebuilt or whatever. So in the early part of the book, where they sort of tie it into the Sith. And there's this sense of urgency that makes sense. Let's go find them. Mm-hmm. We've got to rescue them. we got to do everything we can, um, you know, calling in favors to the to the X-Wing squadron guy or whatever that showed him the video, you know, all that sort of stuff, whatever. And then he gets sidetracked. I guess it was related to Sith and, and the mask. And, yeah. the, but, th- you know, he's trying to rescue that person that was possessed. And and why you're trying to rescue this girl that was, you know, it was it just had a sense of urgency in the book early that then tailed off a little bit, f- fell by the wayside. Because they ran out of clues. The path went cold, and that's, I mean, they had to, they were writing into a box. And, so, I, and I think Luke, like, kind of figured of he dispatched the people that were chasing the girl, so the girl's no longer in danger anymore, you know? He did his part, well, basically. Well, I mean, I suppose it's, for us, it's, um, we know what comes next, so I'm kind of thinking, well, you know, he got hints of, he got hints of Exegol, but not really understanding exactly what it is. But then he did know that the Sith were after this family, so that would suggest him they must know that the Sith are still out there. But maybe he thought the Sith was just this, this one person, this one person. But it's easy for us in hindsight. We know what's coming next. Just think, oh, why did Luke just give up then? If he did a bit more digging, he would have found out that the Exegol was the planet the Sith and the and Palpatine was there and all that kind of stuff. But obviously, he can't find that out because that would totally yeah. Ruin what's coming. Like, like Ryan said, yeah, write, so- he's writing to the box. They're writing in yeah. that box of we we want him to solve it and and have a different outcome, a much happier outcome than it is. But yeah, it, it can't. It has, it has to, to, go it it has to explain a little bit. I think we still need a little bit more to show how busy and how other things are. And Luke's mindset in these next few years before Ben goes bad. Obviously, when Ben goes bad, we know he's totally consumed by. Other Man, and who knows? Maybe he did keep going out and looking. Oh, yes, at exactly. It. I was yeah. just wondering, do we know, is, there an, is there any other next book in the series kind of in the pipeline for this? Do we know? No, not in this timeline, no. The only other mention is uh, of a comic book of Ben at the age of 14 hunting relics with Luke, and that's when mm. he meets the Knights of Ren. So right. that's that was two years before this book. Well, I guess yeah. that's part of it is the, is the it was such an urgent thing, the Sith chasing family, chasing girl, whatever, and then at the end of it, uh, the trail yeah, goes cold, as you say, for Ochi, and, and and Luke's like, well, or, well, Lando says it, but Luke's like, all right, I'll go back to the temple. You let me know if you find anything. Well, early on, it was like they were hell bent to drop anything and everything to go find this. But granted, if the 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 trail goes cold and the writing in the box, they got to get you know got to get to that point yeah. of letting it go so that yeah. she can. And really, Luke only joined because he heard the Sith mentioned. That's the only reason mm-hmm. Luke was like, oh, I better you know listen to what Lando's talking about. If I, yeah. Well, that's to my point, right? He stopped. He he leaves the temple in the hands of whoever the uh, the twilight that Ryan was talking. You know, he he drops everything to go find this girl, and then you know, oh, all right, whatever. I'll I'll go back. It, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> that that part just has a. There's no explaining it because, like like Ryan pointed out, it, they were writing to a box. They had it has to end that way or has to be there. Just it wasn't it wasn't addressed as well as I would have liked it. To but he has other but stuff how? to do. He's very yes, busy training all these kids. I'm just, just getting a little bit frustrated. I've, I've had a Star Wars bingo for this thing. The amount of times that Luke said, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what this is. Star thinking, he doesn't know very much, does he? And that just goes to show that a lot of people thought he's going to go, you know, badass 
Jedi sort of thing after Return of the Jedi, but really, he just doesn't really know that very yeah, much about why, the... why would he? Yeah, no, that speaks yeah. volumes. You're, you're spot on, Stephen, that it speaks volumes to Luke shouldn't be this badass Jedi that people were expecting or wanting him to be because how well, how he would he no know? Training. Why would yeah. he? Yeah, he didn't have any of that. So yeah, this he still one, does. He got some of it. He still does stuff. Like in the comics, he fights Ren from the Knights of Ren and destroys them like very easily. He picks them apart. Oh. And then he has this super powered up Sith possessed person. And, you know, he does very, it literally says that he just holds his own and he just steps forward and he picks this person apart with the saber until the giant snakes jump up and kind of throw them around. And then he just yanks the mask off and cuts it up. Like he's still very pacifist. You know, they try, he tried to save her several times on uh, the old ship type of thing before it gets filled with lava. And he's like, come with me. I can save you. I can save you. And she's like, no, Ryan, you read it, so I'm not going to even begin to challenge it. But wasn't there some part of the mask getting or something? What got destroyed? Like a they were in a, I think I thought they were in a facility. They melted it together or something or whatever, and it fell on it and broke it into pieces. And Luke found Luke had to go. To me, what I remember hearing because I didn't read it, I was listening to the book, but it basically sounded like this industrial complex um, exploded or you know fell in on itself or whatever because of their fighting or whatever and destroyed the person and the mask and the mask was in the rubble. I'm like, oh great, well that means the you know and the and it's on fire and lava that Luke can't go searching for it that this mask could exist later down the line or whatever but yeah and i thought he did find it or found pieces of it or whatever but you're saying he actually lightsabered it into pieces while fighting yeah on their second fight it was on it was on her like asteroid home base and that's where they kind of end with shenanigans she dumps lava to escape but it's creating the whole structure to collapse in and the mask does fall off. And I was worried about that, too. I'm like, oh, great. Another floating artifact that we're going to wonder what happened <laughs> yeah, to. What happened but it ends up being all the droids that she built with Super Kybo Crystal Hearts. Um, they apparently are programmed or just wiped. They're oh, that's they have the Kybo Crystal Hearts, which is yeah, still being controlled by XM. You know, part, again, part, again, to be to clarified, it wasn't they weren't weren't they shards of Kybo Crystal? They weren't true Kybo Crystal powering the droids or a part of the droid wasn't it part of wasn't it the shards of a of a broken kyber crystal yeah, type of thing but yeah it's uh, a kyber crystal as big as your fist is how they explained it so it, it had it just breaks off a bunch of smaller pieces yeah it's they did not keep like saying that it was like a huge one that had pieces broken off that's where they all yeah. came from which i assume is the one on exegol yeah oh uh, so i interpret it as like a broken like it was like literally shards of a of a, a what was once a complete and powerful kyber crystal um it was shards of it and it, they had power in of a, a bled it was they were still shards of a bled kyber crystal that uh, whoever when they were digging and the thing and the guy finds it and picks it up and it starts imparting its its evilness on him and all that sort of stuff um and and i i envisioned those shards were also what was a part of the droids powering and I, them or otherwise. And i think the shard is like from the pictures that I've seen of the Kira, what was her name? Kiza? I forgot her name. Yeah. Um, the mask. Um, they show like an yeah. image of her with the mask on and the, the kyber shards like floating around her. They're like bigger than a lightsaber kyber crystal, so they're not little. Yeah. Okay. It comes from a bigger piece. Like I said, it comes from a big chunk of crystal and it just gets broken up into two separate pieces. One Luke finds in the crashed ship on the archaeological dig and the other one I think, uh, 
that subcultist has. What would you guys say about this then? Because I guess what I hear when it comes from a larger crystal that's been broken into pieces, that the pieces aren't as powerful as a complete kyber crystal that once that kyber crystal is broken into these pieces it's not that they're smaller kyber crystal they are broken pieces of what was a complete powerful kyber crystal that sure they still have power but they're not as powerful as a complete kyber crystal that's how i, I was like a nanobot kind of thing to me. like each like it was one and the same that's how they well it seems them. like it's XM's crystal is what it seems like. It was his blood crystal because he had control of it. He could track it across the galaxy. So he always knew that's how they found Luke. And that's how they tracked. That's how the Sith eternal knew where to go because um, the yeah, crystals sure were almost that, communicating yeah. each other. The ones that Kiza had, and then the ones that Luke had communicated or remember she put her section into a droids and those droids tracked Luke because XM was able to feel where the crystals were at at all times and he was possessed. So, and then she was crushed by all this machinery. The droids still have pieces of XM's crystal in them and they pick up the mask, they pick up the saber and they pick up her dead lifeless body. And then they rip all out their Kyber crystal hearts and they throw them in a, a fire with the mask. Then now the mask is sparkly. I guess they had to give the mask sparkles. So, and now it's the mass is infused with the, kyber crystal yeah. pieces now it really is in pieces and then it's refused onto this dead girl's body and she just comes back to life you know and luke knows he's like listen you're burning up this body you can't fight forever you know oh yeah the dark yeah that was a great line he tries to stall him pretty much he's like you're gonna burn out you know you're gonna die he's like this isn't permanent he's pretty much using a it's almost pictured like he was fighting with zombie body you know which is pretty crazy but and he's like, died like in the beginning of the book didn't like the first time when she put like when they described that scene and it was telling her girl you're ready like didn't it kill her at that point like before she even ran into luke i don't think so because when they were battling on the ship with all the lava she mm -hmm. chooses the mask she keeps reaching for the mask she's like i want the power and luke keeps trying to save her and mm -hmm. i found it weird in the book like luke will never give up he keeps trying to save her no matter what she does no matter what she does and eventually she just takes the mask and puts it on and luke's like well she's truly lost yeah type of stuff he didn't so want to destroy her because he knew it wasn't yeah. her. But then when he says, exactly. join me, whatever, and she says no and puts it on herself, then he's like, all right, well, you're truly lost. I have to have to end you. Well, to yeah, end it's like he I thought can't. he could save her like he saved the other um, Cole, Cole Matt, whatever. Yeah, because he had success with somebody else. Yeah. Was that somebody else? So, and then two parts the audiobook, in the Ryan, class. you're lucky that you didn't do the audiobook. The squawking... Um, Rock of of the of oh, the, um, yeah, I forgot of the guy that the, that was leading the um <laughs> the bird it was guy. a bird like creature that was leading the dig every oh, once in a while in the oh, audio no, book yeah. have a squawk and it was just annoying as all get and then there was a mouse droid that was beeping to let you know you were in a radiation field or whatever yeah. that just went beep, on beep, beep. it's 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 like our, I'm gonna give you a hard time Ricky it's right. like our and then the French guy news segment or whatever where it just went on for way too long and, and all there was I could a French hear guy was at the dig that had a, a pretty funny voice too. they, they like did explain it to book, but I guess the audiobook would be totally different because they, it kept saying over and over Luke is like man can we turn off that freaking draw and Lando's like should we be concerned about this so I guess in the audiobook it would keep going so Lando would be like, is anybody else hearing this? <laughs> like, it's driving yeah, me insane. No. 
It did. It went on for a long time. I'm like, all right, we get it. The, the, the thing, once it's announced why the thing's beeping and it's doing it, it could have faded out or whatever. But it just kept going on for that whole segment while they were outside or whatever. It's just like, oh, that's oh. true. Yeah, it was Pobat's mouth destroying <laughs> the planet, which was very interesting how the planet was poisoned by a radioactive. Yeah. That was a neat know. story, right? Tell that. That was the ship falling or crashing. Yeah, so it was Mon- just Mon- 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 wasn't it? Mon- Mon- ship? Yeah, it was a Mon ship. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a so, large yeah, just, capital ship that crashed. It was definitely Calamari because they said it had bubbles, stuff like that. And then Luke recognized it as a Calamari ship. So, but yeah, it was just in a battle. And when it crashed, it didn't explode. That's, I guess, it's supposed to kind of explode and, you know, and then everything will be fine. But it just was totally Mile Island or Chernobyl and just leached radiation into the planet and pretty much destroyed the planet type of thing. So it's and now the drive four or something was yeah it was a bit Star Trekky and in, in, in what it was leaking um, exons or something you know it was just a whole thing that right destroyed dest- made the planet Earth. inhabitable but it made it safe for whoever that was that went there because it jammed communications and sensors and all that sort of stuff that it was a good place to hang out but you just had to be aware you couldn't be outside in it for very long. It had a targon in it for the people who read High Republic, which I thought oh, was yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Oh, explain that. What is it? It's a, a giant lion with six eyes and horns type of thing. And there's two of them in the High Republic that follow the Chancellor around. Because every time the Chancellor says something, someone gets That was gets in all Shadows sick. of the Sith? The Targon was. That's oh, you remember the lion kind of jumping around on her planet? She had, uh, her she had a beast with her. Amazing. She had the droid and she had a pet. Yeah. Cat, yeah. Lando yeah. talking about a cat. It's only mentions of it it's literally just for the high republic bands where you're like oh my god that's a targon okay so that might have been there there were two real world things and i can't remember the second one the first one was the ice cream thing because they literally say that they had like a double scoop of chocolate fudge <laughs> cookie dough or something it was just like whoa well, that is that. Awesome. Is, is this real, whoa that is way too close to home here in terms oh it, ron of, it was probably the, uh, the gin what well, didn't he have like gin or whiskey or something like that that he was drinking i'm like that's weird <laughs> he's got some uh some jack daniels on him or something yeah and i noticed they said they said concrete at one point instead of like duracrete and i was like well mm. they never say concrete they always say duracrete or some other yeah dur- yeah yeah they always say that i was like oh that's interesting duraglass yeah they made um hot chocolate uh cannon um in this well it uh, is now yeah, it is now. We're caf- is we have caf- caffeine coffee in the in the high public yep. thing. Now we've got hot chocolate. Um, it's canon. So, oh, uh, are you saying hot chocolate? He said hot chocolate in the book, I'm sure. At some mm-hmm. point. I can... Yeah, it was hot cocoa. In, uh, yeah, yeah. So maybe that was the other thing. They said they had hot chocolate. And it was just like, yeah. well, that's awfully specifically real. World. But it was foreign <laughs> to them. So, yeah. Mm. So, no. Yeah. I think as a group, we, we highly recommend it to, as a book to read to help with um you don't need it to, i don't think the movies need the help but boy it certainly does help with the with the movies um it's good uh, yeah. a lot of good background a, a lot of good tie and a lot of connective tissue in this that really really made the book entertaining um 
from someone that I did the audio book uh, for someone reading it. It was a long audio book, so I it can't imagine long. the read. Say it's 17 hours. Yeah. If you're somebody that can comprehend it, you're, you guys are reader, Ryan, you're a voracious reader or whatever. Do you find yourself having to go back and reread sections to go, wait, what did I just read? Because that would be me. I kind of have to do that with the audio sometimes. Yeah. Granted, I wasn't paying attention. I took it was about a, fog, but. a thousand words of notes. So I have, I, I don't know how much it is, but I have notes on every single chapter um, and that's one thing that kind of drives me crazy is short chapters that are like a page long because mm. I have to set my phone down. I have to type up really small, stupid notes like um, Luke is, you know, Luke gets in a ship and leaves because I can't skip the chapter. And I was like, you gave me a whole chapter on, you know, something that's what is that? Lando takes off and watches Ochi blast into light speed. And I was like, I had to write this. Like you gave me a whole chapter of just Lando watching a ship take off. So there were literally so, in the book ch chapters that are a page, page or two long. Oh yeah, Some of those <laughs> chapters are just like five or 10 minutes. Yeah. They're literally probably not even two full pages. Cause it's chapter 58 and then whatever words it writes and then it flips over and half the page it's done and then so, so i'll like, tell oh, myself so i went to take on this endeavor to to, to do the audiobook and you took a chat with you guys or whatever and i was in my covid fog and everything or my covid uh, you know dealing with all that or whatever and somewhere i had it in my head I, uh, from a previous discussion with you guys or whatever that it was like a 32 chapter book or something or whatever i'm like all right so i can read that and I'm thinking we have a Senate um, last week and I'm on chapter 17. I'm like, oh, I can get this in before then. And somewhere somewhere I decide to look. I don't know what made me decide to look, but somewhere I finally look in the Audible app and I see that it's like 74 chapters or something. I'm like, oh, my God, this thing is huge. I'm no way I'm going to get through this. And luckily I was I was off by a week and everything that I was you know able to get it get it listened to or whatever but it, early on i had it in my head there was like a 32 chapter book so when i'm at chapter 15 16 i'm smooth sailing i'm thinking boy they've got they've got a lot to hurry up because i'm pretty sure this is going to deal with her parents yeah. i mean they and, you know i knew kind of what it was going to be talking about and i was like boy this thing better hurry up quick and then i look and see that it's 60 70 some odd chapters are like whoa okay i that that's what you get for you know expectations or looking at reading ahead just just enjoy the thing don't be trying to get yourself confused <laughs> they didn't need the general pride stuff. I think that kind of like was padding for the book. I, I don't think it really added anything. I mean, every time they talked about it, they just talked about how drunk he was and what he was drinking. Like every time he showed up <laughs> and that. He yeah, but pride was the one that got Ochi to the race, race to the Skywalkers and to the Ray's family. Cause pride's the yeah. one that says, what well, you're Ochi Bastoon and you lost them. You're terrible. Yeah, I know yeah. where they are. They're on Jakku. I put a tracker on your ship. You big dummy. Yeah. Uh, so it could I have think been they one need, chapter. needed him for that. <laughs> and I think they needed him to sort of tie because isn't the he, movie, yeah. what is it, the GSA or CSA, whatever? Isn't that a go between between the Empire and the First Order a little bit? Yeah, that's what I took yeah, that the CSA as is. Uh, addressing is. addressing that sort of how do we get from one to the other um, piece. Yeah. And then he becomes in charge in uh, in Red Skywalker, too. So he's buddy, buddy with the Emperor. So. But that blurb with Mace, yeah, that caught me off guard. I'm like, wait. Yeah, what? I had to re-listen to that. I was confused. Yeah, I missed that it was like a flat. Well, I don't. Maybe they didn't say it at first. You just have to read it and realize it. And then he says he wakes up because Dio wakes him up well, or somebody. They, wakes up, whatever. They like, mentioned oh, that explains that he was looking for the leader of the council, Depa Balaba, who wasn't the leader of the council. That was Kanan's um, master. But then they mentioned that it was Mace's apprentice. I'm like, okay, so is this? When is this taking place? Because they said it's during the Clone Wars, but she already had Kanan as a Padawan. And well, he had 
I don't know that it mentioned Clone Wars, but it Kanan's he had, way later. Yeah, he said he had. He's he in had Clone Wars hunted, though. Yeah, he has said he had hunted Jedi during the Clone Wars, but I think that thing that he was remembering in the dream would it doesn't have to be Clone Wars. A different time frame. The problem I had with it is he went up against Mace and lived. Mace is supposed to be badass. Now maybe not so much at this point in time or whatever, but how did he get away from Mace? I don't well, remember. I, I kind of got the feeling that it sort of ended when Mace. Well, okay. Mace would have dispatched him if 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 it was if it wasn't as Ryan says, and I love that you know, I love that line. I'm going to use it, Ryan. If it, if there weren't shenanigans for him to get away, Mace is should have dispatched him. He's Ochi of Bastoon, whatever the heck that means. But it's Mace freaking Windu. Now, granted, it's not Mace maybe freaking Windu. We knew later. You think he captured him and just sent him to jail? Yeah, I don't remember. I, how I really expected more from that, and I was like, "Wait a minute, where where's the rest of the Mace Windu story?" But yeah, or he might have just wake up, and we just never got the end of the story that he, he, I he just was fighting him Mace, and then like, all of a sudden he woke up. Maybe that's how it ended. I don't remember. I thought it was something that was already in a comic or something because it just seemed like it was referenced, you know, and that was it. Yeah, but. really quick, and that was it. I don't think he really fought Windu. He jumped down to kill her, and then Windu just pretty much slaps him away, and that's it. And there's no more, and then he wakes up. It wakes it's up. that, that strong of a slap that wakes you end. up 30 years later. You know, what was that? <laughs> it's twice. I just assumed he kind of went to jail. Hmm. Yeah, okay. I know. That's, that's I think, kinda... Like I say, he could have woke up and that could have been it. Yep. I think I think we're pretty much there at the end. Of, well, I appreciate uh, you guys putting up with me. I apologize for my banged up voice uh, and, and, uh, and coughing through all of this. So. Oh, the coughing system got everybody. better. I think it's the secrets of the Sith has, uh, has helped yeah. with oh. It did point. smooth out. I did notice that. Yeah. 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 Sif, Sif, uh, a natural power that's given you to uh, resist coughing. <laughs> to find Exegol and get restored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I, I do hope there are more books in this. It's squeezing in between now and um, yeah. Force Awakens that go and explore a little bit more about uh, Exegol and, uh, and, but not just about Exegol, but just a bit more about this timeline and stuff because it's, it's ripe. For, uh, for exploring. Well, so, I think there's enough in this so, book to help explain Exegol. I think so there's in, enough in this book to explain yes, yeah. Palpatine yeah. and the Sith. They really broke it down in the beginning. It yeah. really helped to to shape where and what that is to add any more. Uh, that borders on a uh, that could be worrisome in, in terms of too much information and too yes. much explanation that gets to starts answering or a, creating more questions than it does answering versus this book helped to tie it in and, and flesh that out enough. Uh, there could be more, as you, as you say, Stephen, maybe. In, the only in, thing you could have is that somebody else discovers more and they get killed before they tell Luke sort of thing. Yeah. Um, that's been pretty obvious that we would all know what's going to happen if that that um, sort of happens in a book, wouldn't it? We know they can't. There's no way they can make it to tell anybody because. Well, I'm know, assuming Lando still hasn't found his daughter, right? Well, no, he definitely hasn't found her because he, it's he in the movie. He's like, well, let's find out. So yeah, it, it, it yeah, did see, I well. I remember to in the movie if line. he mentioned his daughter at all. I don't, no, I don't remember. Now I think, I think remember he gets with Jana. Yeah, he didn't we all speculate that was all fan speculation because of that line and the look he gives her that he was like, wait, is, are they trying to imply that that's his that that might yeah. be his daughter or something? We were all kind of turning our noses up to it or whatever. Yeah. Well, now this book sort of solidifies it. Say again, his daughter's name. They revealed the daughter's name in the book yeah. as Kamara and yeah. Jan. But then again, she, Kamara may not even know her name type of thing. If she's, she's like at the age of two, won't she? So you're going to remember. Her. Yeah, because yeah, Finn didn't have a name. So. Yeah, I did not pick that up. So it was revealed in the book uh, Lando's daughter's name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kamara yeah. Calrissian. But no mention of the mom at all, right? 
No, not even a sausage. Nope. No, 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 I think it said she's a clone. It said something, but it didn't say like who she was. You know, I think it said like her mother or but something. You're kind of surprised the way that. that the way that Lando sort of boasts about um, um, is his sort of um, enduring um, um, charm and uh, and stuff to with the woman and that kind of stuff and and probably the men as well as we suggested in the solo um, that. Uh, he didn't sort of in some way in his sort of Lando Chronicles sort of say something about uh, who the mother was and stuff. But uh, no, I, they, they they kept it out of it so much that I kind of think that was deliberate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe we've got, so we've got someone to come on that in another book. Maybe it's Leah's. Or... <laughs> Leah's the mom. It's Wales, yeah. <laughs> Ezra. Comes back from with Ezra. It's mom and that's why Han and the, <laughs> yeah. that's why Han and Leia split up because uh, she had Lando's baby. <laughs> I'm sure that's fan fiction somewhere. <laughs> I mean, out of all the things they did try to explain and give a little bit more extra information in this book, that was that was um, conspicuous by his absence. I'm sure there'll uh, be more. Oh, I, did, I didn't need it. I didn't miss it. I just yeah. wanted to make sure no. that I didn't miss it in terms of mm-hmm. was it just, you know, mentioned in there and I, I uh, you know, just missed it. But it sounds like the book didn't address it. I don't think it needed to at all. I just wanted and, to make sure. And the, I started. It was uh, just a little bit strange, though, because it wasn't like you think that you know, oh, my child got 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 stoned or yeah. me, me and me and the wife, me me and 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 blah, 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 searched for her. There's none of that. Yeah. Um, so which Maybe makes she dies. Who knows? You know, she wasn't around even then when the child got stolen by a sound. Yeah. So it was just. I guess yeah, that's what it is, Stephen. Because yeah, he's so sort of trying to find her. You yeah. know, he has has a I connection mean, to it, the daughter, but didn't have a connection to the daughter's mom. You know, the I, I don't like know if it described that if it was actually like if she looked like him or what. Maybe it was an adoptive daughter. You know, you never know. Maybe yeah. So I'm thinking it might something along that lines. If maybe he. Although obviously same skin type doesn't mean anything, does it? But uh, maybe he, yeah, maybe he saved this baby from from someone has no idea who the parents are. So I, I I okay. think this book clearly defines it as as a blood daughter. His his mm. his yeah. drive and his his motives and, and motivation true. defined. I I just yeah, that's a bit of a going to be a bit of a stretch for me. That's a yeah, story like, for another time. I started reading the aftermath books because apparently that he's a um, character shows up in those as the Sith acolytes, whatever. Um, I guess it's in the second book, which I'm only two chapters in. So, okay, so well, you know. it's time to wrap things up, folks. Yes, we went over. I think we, what do we, we have, have for the, over, what do we have for the next Senate? What what will be what will have public comics, right? I guess right because <laughs> because Andor got getting pushed. We won't have Andor. We'll have Andor hype. She Hawk. What about Bad Batch? Um, what about oh, Bad Batch? The Lego we'll thing, and then we the ILM. Maybe we'll all have ILM Vice it, Lego. Yeah. That Lego thing is all of five minutes. <laughs> oh, wow, I'm yeah. sure we stretch it to ten. <laughs> but yeah, the ILM and the Vice, we can we can, we'll have that, um, and whatever news drops, we'll we'll have all we'll have all of that to discuss. We could probably talk longer about the the joys of group watch than we can uh, the Lego holiday special. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to make zero sense now. It's going to make zero sense now, and we didn't actually talk about it at all. Uh, just to say, folks, we had a bit of a nightmare with the group watch, but uh, that's to come. That'd be something to look forward to in the next uh, next month. Which I expect we're probably going to have a double one next month. I, I could imagine we would probably have a uh, an emergency center after the um, Andor stuff drops. Going to uh, drop. What's oh, the twenty yeah. first? It drops on a Wednesday. Um, 
right? So yeah, maybe that uh, 25th, so 4th and well, the 4th is a holiday. About, right? well, yeah. yeah, and we'll have an hour, and we'll have a lot to end, oh, yeah, and we'll need an emergency. Oh yeah, well, we'll think, I have to think about that um, near the time, how we're going to handle, we're going to handle that one. But uh, yeah, well, it's great to have a, an actual like a book club here in the, in this uh, tonight. And uh, don't get, uh, don't get used to it, fellas. No, no, because they're next going to read the comics. This is what is going to be the next shocker. It's going to be Ryan reads the comics as well. <laughs> well, Ryan's reading uh, Brotherhood or starting to. Oh, yes. Did you did you read that one, Stephen? No, no, I'm not. No. I'm skipping that one. I might. I listened. To the, I listened to the audiobook. It was it wasn't too long. So I might do the scoundrel. One well, might. Um, uh, maybe that's that what I'm thinking of. That there were two books that were somewhat similar. There was Brotherhood, and then there was Padawan. 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 The, the, yeah. Those two books kind of yeah. the titles and the subject matter and kind master, of seem similar. Master and Apprentice. Yeah, Master and Apprentice is another one. So th- those three yeah. definitely confuse me too. Yeah, I, I listened to Brotherhood and Master and Apprentice back to back. But um, yeah, ma- uh, me, Brotherhood was me. Anakin and Obi Wan. So it's when does Tales of the Jedi the, drop? Those little shorts, um, animated shorts. That's not in, but those are those looked. I don't know if we've discussed what those it's are. This but year. Look, it's this year. Let me know. look because it's in my insider um, magazine. Let me grab it. I think when it comes to reading books, I've got I haven't got the uh, the mental energy to read too much, so I have to be limit what I read, especially with the high mm. coming back soon. I have to think about how much time I've got and energy. So I think I'm thinking. For me, I like to concentrate on the important ones, the ones that, that fill in the most holes. And I think for me, the scoundrel one, the Han and Leia's sort of um, what happens immediately after returning the Jedi and stuff. Well, and then aren't they like running around the Halcyon on that one? Sorry? Yeah, they are. Yeah. A crummy commercial. Drink more Ovaltine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say the audiobook was very well done. I didn't find Ochi's voice uh, um, annoying. Again, I will agree that I don't think his voice was as as hey brothers is is you're going to read it if you read it in the book because he's Ochi of Bastoon and you think he's going to yeah. be this and and he was a bit mousy in, in in the way they portrayed him but the audiobook was very well done i thought very well produced sounds music all that good stuff aside mm-hmm. from aside from the one one chapter of beeping radiation mouse droid uh, annoyance mm-hmm. <laughs> um and the one character was portrayed as a bird like thing so he had to the audiobook did a good thing of um making him sound like a sniveling villain and then making him sound like a total crazy you know person when he's killing people so it it, there was a contrast there so they definitely did it was was a worthy audio book for sure which i'd imagine any star wars book is going to get the proper attention and the proper um uh, production it wasn't mark thompson the one that um Brian was talking about that that does most of the books. This was like a person I, I had. Oh, hey, it was Mark, Mark Thompson no. didn't do this. No. The but, Lando uh, voice was spot on. I thought the Lando, Lando voice was good. awesome. Yeah. Um, and I will also say the other thing I noted in the book, um, they seem to write the Luke character very well. That I heard some of the things that, you know, and Luke says, whatever yeah. the heck he says, by the way. And it, it was Luke dialogue. Even the Lando dialogue, they, they they talk about Lando, with, you know, having two hands in the air as he's talking about whatever. I could just yeah. envision and picture <laughs> Lando. It, the the author did very well to capture yeah. the characters that we know and love in in their dialogue. Agreed. Okay, folks, that's it. We're cool a day. Well, we're cool an episode. <laughs> and thank you very much. And we will see you uh, next month. Cheers. Bye, bye. Bye, everybody. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Brother.
Oh, switch off. online we're at facebook at psw senate join our husband star wars facebook group where we all are in there interacting you can find us on twitter at psw senate on instagram we're at psw senate podcast and on tiktok we're at psw senate podcast we look forward to hearing from you the force will be with you always Yeah, that was kind of white and a half thing. But now I can't remember any of it, so. (laughs) And and what? And what? And what? What? Well, and Josh didn't finish it either, so. I don't even know if if Ricky finished it at that time either. No, I had it because I was waiting. Um, It was what? Yeah, yeah, you're waiting. Yeah, because we were supposed to go to only chapter 30, whatever, and I kind of stopped. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I I finished it like the next day. I forgot. Josh, you finished it, didn't you? I, I have now, but you know. Ron hasn't. When Ron you hasn't guys were everywhere. Well. So. <laughs> yeah, but, but we know Ron has. Ron hasn't finished it. Ron probably might see the book in the shops. Yeah, I know. I I was making some cliff notes, and I realized I should call these Ron notes, just so we're here to inform <laughs> Ron of everything that happened. And everybody else, listener, and all our good listeners, all ten of them. Yeah. yeah. I'm on the call. You guys know, right? Oh, one's here, folks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Finish right. it. That would imply starting it. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, we've read it so you don't have to, Rom. That's what we like to say. So, yeah. did, we, did we talk about. Um, did we mention. Oh, stupid fly around here. Did you mention Brotherhood last month? Did we? No. I don't think so because I was the only oh. one that's read it. You're the only one who's read I it. Believe- the audiobook popped in the other day for me, so I'll be listening to that starting probably Tuesday. All right, I'm going to mention Brotherhood then. 
Padawan. Must we talk about Padawan and Apprentice? Is that one we talked about last month? Was a brief, there was a brief discussion about Seven last month. Was it that one? That's not even. Is that released no. even? Yeah, that's the end of this month. That's released. I thought. I'll take things we didn't talk about last time for two hundred hours. <laughs> we may have talked about it being released. Um, yeah, I think and so. how it was Maybe somewhat was. similar to some other book that was sort of uh, Padawan mastery. We we talked more about Shadow of the Sith, like just basic stuff. Yeah, we did basic stuff. Yeah. Um. So, are we going to do uh? So after uh, other than Shadows of the Sith, are we going to do uh? I I L I stuff. I've only seen 20 minutes. I'm uh, sure we end up talking about that. That's going to yep. be in my Star Wars. You made it a point there. to watch the Lego summer special and didn't watch the ILM thing. Yep. <laughs> Lego. I haven't watched all of that either. So. <laughs> I've seen like me. I think I'm on episode five. Of that. Well, I definitely um, haven't seen all the episodes. Between that and that Vice thing. Yeah, there's, no, there's, there's, there's a good bit of, you know, yeah. behind the scenes Star Wars stuff to be to have been to to partake in. I mean, really, like we, we, there's not that much that's not new or anything on there, but uh, do we I mean, have any we, news? We can go over it a little bit. So. Yeah. Do we have any news? Andor getting moved uh, in a trailer drop. Yeah, I can't remember what it moved to. September. Oh, we can watch the trailer. Twenty first. Twenty first. Yeah, we should watch that Andor trailer. Yeah, we should just watch the Andor just trailer. To, just to give some preview to it. Oh, should we do the news? Should, should we do that in the news then? Because that's probably the only news, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I don't think there's been anything else really that's new, new newsy sort of stuff. The High Republic stuff. I still got. No, as soon as I said that, I thought about that. And I thought I haven't watched that yet. Well, that's just all getting that's all getting pushed around. But that was all announced last month. So everything getting pushed back was the only. <laughs> Everything's getting pushed back. Yes. Okay, dokie. All right then. Right. Well, well, in that case, we're we do uh, the usual roundtable news and/or trader shows of the Sith, um, and then, well, we just we'll get, we'll have a Lego, Lego summification, which probably be about ten minutes, um, and then IOM ball stuff. Have you watched the Ron? Have you watched the ILM series? Um, not all of the episodes, but yes, def- uh, watched that first one and caught a couple of the um, Vice. Um, um show as well um they've been oh, you it. Yeah, the it's three interesting the to see I, I found i found that I, that I do have the vice channel so i went scrolling through the you know to put it on my dvr to capture it and it's interesting that they've been replaying like um star Wars. a new hope has two episodes an episode yeah. one and an episode two they're not they haven't shown episode where they haven't replayed they won't replay episode one they'll replay episode two empire strikes back and return of the jedi like you know a three three show block and then i kept scrolling mm. forward there was the new show for the phantom menace i'm guessing and then there's now a four show block of mm-hmm. um episode two of a new hope empire return of the jedi and phantom menace i'm like well, where the hell's episode one when i eventually <laughs> scrolled far enough forward that they are replaying episode one but there must not be as much in it or i don't know it was just interesting to see that they chose not to mm. redo that you know replay that one in the block it's vice they have plenty of mm. shows you know, they could easily add the fourth show. It's not like they're messing up. Ron, who do you have for your? Uh, you have cable. You have Directv or what? Local cable company. Okay. Yeah, I have Directv, and uh, you can watch stuff on demand, and it has everything on there. So I don't know if your cable has an option. 
Um, it, it does for some things. It's weird. What it, mm. it's a local mom and pop cable co- company, so oh. it, it 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 depends. Some things they've subscribed to the um on demand services yeah. for, and other things they haven't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I didn't have uh, Vice on my subscription, so then I was up late one night by myself. I'm like, I'm gonna start watching this thing, and then so like, if I didn't found, figured out that I didn't have the Vice channel, so so I did the little thing on my TV, like, oh, well, let me just upgrade my package and just <laughs> you know do it for like a month or whatever um it, i get my sports channels that way anyways too basketball is going to start up so like i'm like well i'll just do that and then took me forever finally got through it and then waiting waiting for the channels to pop up nope i'm like <laughs> I'm like i finally found it on youtube and i felt like an idiot because like oh i could just watch it for free on youtube but they only have like one episode on there so the next day i was like oh they have all the episodes on on the on oh, demand so on demand <laughs> I think they come out like every Friday or something. They must come out like every Friday because I noticed that there was a new one um, the other day. Yeah, between I'm getting confused between both of the um, shows though. <laughs> yeah, a lot of behind the scenes content for sure. A lot, lot to watch. Lots of so again that Vice thing I think's done very well. Um, you know, in the names that they got and the insight, some of it you know you know about already, and others uh, there's some good good nuggets in there. It's it's entertaining for sure. Yeah, that it's ILM a, thing, I definitely want to catch all those. I was just trying to see if somebody's um, ripped it and put it somewhere illegally on YouTube or, <laughs> or me over here, but I don't know what they have. What was it called? Just Vice. I see the Vice channel. Um, hasn't got... Um, Icons. Miami Vice. So Icons. They call them like episode... Uh, Vice yeah, Icons. it's called uh, Icons on Earth. Oh, Icons on Earth, Star Wars, yeah. Let me see. And I'm pretty sure it's you, Stephen. Just so that you know, we hear you tip tapping, typing away. We always hear Stephen typing and tapping away. It's an editing oh, no. nightmare. <laughs> get him a silent keyboard. Get him a silent keyboard, <laughs> along with his DVD uh, Blu-ray player. He's, he's got the thing where you crank it down and then, like you know, like old typewriter. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't see it in my list. Somebody's going to have to rip it for me. I think for me to see it over here, unless unless some mm. really cheap free VPN tricks um i know vice is like a digital channel too so sometimes they'll because um it'll be on some like digital you know they have those free apps that are like they'll just show all the yeah free it's on hulu there. sometimes yeah yeah like yeah, after a while there. check hulu because they have, i know pluto uh, has a vice channel on there where they just air the stuff that's on demand for them just oh, trying a lot of stuff on uh, hbo too so i wonder if it'll end up on that app eventually oh yeah they do show stuff yeah, that's right. oh, it's on hbo that it might make it to to uh sky over here um because they i'll have to look around and see what they're saying about how available I, could, I couldn't find it for me either so i was hoping it ends up on hbo eventually oh so i'm not the only one who hasn't watched it it's no. still i mean it's still really new so eventually it might pop up on hulu they have all the the first Beyond episodes the on on youtube though at least oh okay yeah sounds, yeah sounds just not for Steven. <laughs> yeah, so the Roku channel, Samsung TV Plus, and 2Buy. Oh, don't they have a Roku channel? I think Vice has a Roku channel. They might have stuff on demand there. I can't get Samsung But TV when I did go on the Vice app web, or the website, whatever, to try to watch it on my phone, just via the Vice channel, um, you had to, like, it made you log into whoever your provider was to make sure you had the channel for you to watch it, so... Or I think you could do a Vice subscription. I, think. I don't know. It, everything was locked, though. Hmm. 
Except okay. for that first episode. Yeah. yeah, none of that's going to help Steven. So we'll keep an eye on YouTube and yeah. see if it yeah. gets, yeah, gets yeah. streamed to there. Well, for I've got to get through IOM first, so give me a few weeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You'll never know how Star Wars was made until then, Steve. No, I have no idea how Star Wars was made. I was magic. Ah, there we go. Um, right, okay. So we better get started then. Let's get, out, get on with the I'm show. Ready, Everybody ready? Cups of tea and biscuits. And uh, I've got my bottle of water. Um, I, I was going to use that. For, I was going to use that for this episode. Is brought to you by, but uh, it would, nobody else. Nobody would. Do they get me as a reference? I was going to say exactly. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> the other ones that are, that are spot on. Go ahead. Go for it. Um, okay. All right. So let's get going then. 